0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi there. 888
1: is... Pat Gray unleashed so much to talk about today. I don't even I don't even know where to start. I guess, you know, the what everybody's talking about is the the Pocahontas remark from the president to the Navajo Code Talkers uh while honoring them. You know, not nah, probably not the best uh name to throw out um in jest around the Navajo Code Talkers. But I don't, you know, certainly it's not a racial slur. Not the way he's using it. He's, he's making fun of Elizabeth Warren because she's not Native American. Everybody knows it. And she's got no proof, no evidence of any kind that she has even an ounce of uh, Navajo or Native American blood running through her veins. Uh, but the problem was, I, I think, the, big, the bigger issue was the portrait of Andrew Jackson behind them at this event. I, I don't understand. How could no one in the White House noodle that one out? Hey, maybe we don't have the guy nicknamed Indian Killer in the background of this event honoring the Navajo Code Talkers. Nobody, I mean, even if President Trump doesn't realize it, couldn't one of his advisors... Is there anybody who knows history in the White House and has a problem and puts that together that maybe that's not a good idea. Just it's amazing to me that that could actually happen. You take the portrait down. You know, if you've got to have it there, you take the portrait down for the event and put something else up in its place. Don't you? I mean, yeah, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. Uh, And and again, it's it's a lot like if you were in Zimbabwe and you wanted to honor white farmers and you invite them to your home or to your place of business or to your government building and you have the white farmers being honored in front of a giant mural of Robert Mugabe (laughs) who stole all their farms from them. I I don't think you do that, right? (laughs) Bad optics. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's insulting the very people you're trying to honor. So, kind of hard to understand. Um, But here's sort of where it began with uh, Donald Trump making fun of Elizabeth Warren uh, during this event honoring these heroes.
2: You're very, very special people. You were here long before any of us were here. Although we have a representative in Congress who they say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas. But you know what? I like you because you are special. You are special people. (laughs) You are really incredible people. Mm -hmm. And from the heart, from the absolute heart, we appreciate what you've done, how you've done it, the bravery that Mm -hmm. you displayed, and the love that you have for your country. Awkward, awkward.
1: Uh, just the whole thing. Very, very special people. Uh, the Pocahontas line. All just all of it is just uncomfortable, yes. right? Is or maybe it's just me. No, I don't know. Maybe no. everybody else thinks that's wonderful.
3: Yeah. See, I used to cringe when I, I specifically remember when the WNBA champions. I mean, who doesn't remember those every year? Oh, sure. They came to the White House uh, early in Bush's first term, back in about two thousand one. Yeah. And I recall Bush uh, honoring the team and congratulating him. And he had no clue what the name of the coach was. He's like, and coach, oh. good job there, coach. You know, <laughs> sure you could do this much more justice than me. <laughs> but it was so awkward. But this man has taken awkward to a whole new level.
1: Uh, I'd Ugh. like to thank, uh, uh, I'd like to congratulate uh, 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 coach here uh, for uh, uh, thank you being the coach uh, that he is. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. Exactly how it went. <laughs> it probably didn't. It was probably Houston, right? It was. Yeah, it, the, was. it was. Yeah. The was Comets, because I think the Comets won four or five in a row, mm-hmm. the first several seasons. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just a little uncomfortable. But here's Elizabeth Warren's response to this uh, yesterday uh, on Trump calling her Pocahontas.
4: This was supposed to be an event to honor heroes. People who put it all on the line for our country and people who, because of their incredible work, saved the lives of countless Americans and our allies. It is deeply unfortunate that the president of the United States cannot even Mm. make it through a ceremony honoring these heroes without having to throw out a racial slur.
1: Yeah, it's not a racial slur. Stop it. No. He's mocking her. And, you know, I, I understand she's trying to make it much worse and, and different than it actually is, but it's not a racial slur. It's just, it's a, it's a little bit of a protocol faux pas, I would say. And the Andrew Jackson portrait behind them is an even bigger protocol faux pas. And, and the, the issue here is, is there nobody in the White House who understands, who has any sensibility who has any sensitivity or any diplomatic prowess at all. And again, I, I, I get it that part of the reason he was elected, maybe all of the reason he was elected is because he's not a politician. He's not used to these kinds of events. He hasn't done these kinds of events. Uh, he, he apparently doesn't put on airs. Uh, but you've got to have somebody who understands protocol and understands how to do events like this So that you're not continually offending people. So, but as far as a racial slur, it's just, it's not that. And she knows it. In fact, she's the one that was trying to get ahead by doing it. I don't know if she was looking for a casino in her future. I don't know if she was, if she thought that would help her get into Harvard.
3: Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I think when she was going to be employed there or something like that. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, uh you, you really want to verify that because her whole basis was that her family just always talked about how Yeah, they just work. always talked about it. Yeah, well. Right? And the, it should be easy to prove.
1: You, you should be able so. to go
3: back and go, "Oh, look, here's my lineage, here's the DNA test, let's uh-huh. do this." Yep. Uh-huh. But no, she just got the uh she got the affirmative action. Well, what everybody's
1: and- doing that DNA thing too where you just mm-hmm. you take a little sample and you send it in and then they tell you where you came from, mm-hmm. the bunch of different parts of the world you're yeah. you actually have ancestry. I want to do that. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, we actually have the kit. We just haven't taken the time to do it yet. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see, because you know, there's always apparently some kind of surprise that mm-hmm. you don't think is there,
3: and there might be a government grant in it for you as well. Sure, wouldn't that be great? I if, mean, why not?
1: If I am one sixteenth <laughs> Cherokee, <laughs> yeah, I there might be a government grant or a, or a casino in my future. Yeah, that's so, all you
3: need. One sixteenth, and then you're in. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh, so. The, the joke didn't go over at all. Nobody laughed. And so that was super uncomfortable. Uh, but the Pocahontas thing was even used by Harvard to, uh, to herald the fact that, look, we have this Native American woman here. Uh, look how diverse we are. They used it to show their diversity because now we have a Native American in, in, this, in the Harvard Law School, uh, which they really didn't. But nobody came back and admitted that. Uh, so it's just so disingenuous of her to claim that it's any kind of a racial slur. It's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Triple Eight, 93393. Also, uh, there is a new threat from ISIS that we should probably pay some attention to. An ISIS supporter released a poster of Santa Claus on the group's social media sites. The poster shows Santa overlooking Times Square with a case of dynamite at his side. In the image, the New York streets are filled with pedestrians at nighttime, and Santa is carrying a bulky red sack. And the caption says, We meet at Christmas in New York. Soon. So this follows propaganda posters Making holiday threats toward Europe, with a hand holding a bloody knife uh, in front of a market in the neighborhood of the Eiffel Tower, and a black-clad jihadist standing over Santa on London's Regent Street. So they're uh, apparently we're taking these threats seriously, and and they're they're increasing their security measures. In another instance, Wafa circulated a poster depicting a vehicle moving toward the Vatican with a cache of weapons, vowing Christmas blood. Jeez. Oh, man. ISIS followers have favored attacks during the holiday season with the uh, 2015 attack on a San Bernardino County Christmas party by Syed Rizwan Farouk, which you might remember. And last December, there was a truck attack on the Berlin Christmas market in a 2016 video released by al-firat media foundation an official media affiliate of the islamic state portrayed a suicide bomber striking times square and obviously that didn't happen so maybe it means nothing but we should just obviously be vigilant and you you can never stop with these people because they continue to make these threats over and over and over again they want an operation in times square and they have a reconnaissance group apparently already on the scene The Islamic State already put up scenes of Times Square, uh, an indication for whoever is smart enough to know, according to uh, uh, the terrorist statement. So if you're going to New York for Christmas, Mm -hmm. you you know, you might want to just pay attention to your surroundings. That's always a good idea anyway. Uh, Triple A. 933-93. Nine hundred thirty-three, ninety-three. Be nice when we finally wipe these people from the face of the earth. You think we'll ever do we that? don't have to worry about that anymore.
3: What do you think? Do you think we'll ever do that? No. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just thought I'd throw that out Actually, there. Actually,
1: no. We have to be, you know, you got to be a little more resolute than we have been. And, and we have to be willing to, uh, to break some eggs because things are going to happen that aren't pleasant if you go all out and try to destroy these people. And we just don't have the stomach for it anymore. There's just there's too much negative coverage of things. There's uh, too many obstacles to overcome to d- totally destroy an enemy anymore. And it's a shame because because we could yeah. if we really set our minds to it. We could. But when you fight a war with mm. attorneys on the front lines, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't work out well. You're pretty hampered. 888-933-93. Um, if you're like me, You want great cell service, and you want it at a really good price, but you don't want the money you pay your cell phone company to go to Planned Parenthood, right? You don't want it to go to anti-gun groups. That's why there's Patriot Mobile. They were founded with one thing in mind, making patriotism easy. Uh, Our country needs patriots right now. We need to stand strong. For over 200 years, our nation's principles have guided us, and we need to continue the fight. For life, for our Second Amendment rights, and for less government control. And that's why Patriot Mobile donates money that you spend with them, and up to 5% of your monthly bill goes to a really good conservative cause in which you believe. Right now, Patriot Mobile is offering unlimited talk, text, and data at better prices than anything you can get from Big Mobile anyway. You get the same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk and text and it starts at just 20 bucks a month. You can't you can't beat that price. So, how do you find them? You call one 800 apatriot That's 1-800-a-patriot. Uh, or go to the website patriotmobile.com/pat, use the promo code pat and they'll waive the activation fee too. That's patriotmobile.com/pat.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray
1: Unleashed. So yesterday, Fox News interviewed the former John Conyers staffer who claims she was sexually harassed uh, by Conyers. Here's what she had to say.
4: Conyers would berate me uh, horribly and he once pulled me out of a meeting with domestic violence advocates, no less, and started screaming at me in the hallway uh, and uh, berating me, I believe, for for not wearing stockings on some 100-degree Washington day. Um, There were other occasions where other things happened. I had organized a field hearing in New York City uh, on a a crime policy matter, and then he brought his young child with him, and then he told me to leave the stage and go backstage and babysit the child for the entire period of the hearing that I'd organized. And then there was the other instance where I was called to go into his office and he was walking around in his underwear.
3: (laughs) What? Sure, I mean,
1: (laughs) no. John Conyers is walking around his office in his underwear. This guy's 88 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm hung up, though, on the
3: fact <laughs> more so that he has a, a young child and he's 88 years old.
1: Yeah, that's weird, too. That, I, I'm looking that's that up really right weird. now. I've
3: got to find this. Was out.
1: it his grandchild, did you mean? Maybe. I,
3: oof,
1: I don't he know. had a young child or was it his he, he young said child? His. Now, some of that wasn't sexual harassment. Some of that's just a bad boss. Some of that's just, you're a jerk, right? You're berating her for... Well, I guess if you expect a woman to wear stockings every day, that's a little creepy and weird. And I don't know how you dictate that, but apparently he was trying to. And then he... Yelled at her about something else. Not it wearing stockings, you said? Not wearing stockings, the but there was something else where he was jerky. Oh, oh yeah, it was the babysitting of the, yeah. of the young child, which is just not cool. <laughs> but that's not sexual harassment.
3: No. It might
1: be sexism. Like, you expect, just because she's a woman, you expect her to watch children? I don't know. Uh, and then the walking around in underwear and calling her in. Yeah, there you go. That's... <laughs> I can't... I can't imagine John Conyers doing that. That's just really bizarre. Hmm. But apparently now Nancy Pelosi can't imagine him doing it because she's done a 180 on this whole thing. Uh, Pelosi has completely changed her tune now. She all of a sudden believes this woman. Yesterday she was withholding judgment and she wasn't wasn't saying because we just didn't know. We don't have the facts. I'm going to wait and see. Uh, Due process is the thing. The most important thing is due process. That was her deal yesterday. Now she believes. She spoke with, she said, this afternoon I spoke with Melanie Sloan, who worked for Congressman Conyers in the the Judiciary Committee in the mid-1990s. Okay, so this was 20 years ago, so he wasn't 88, he was 68 walking around in his underwear. That's a lot better. What kind
3: of underwear do you think of John Conyers Parades around the office. I'm going to say
1: Tidy Whitey's. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Like
3: Fruit of the Looms or something? Mm hmm.
1: Okay. Mm hmm. So, anyway, uh, Nancy says, I believe what Ms. Sloan has told me. Wow. She finds uh, the behavior she described unacceptable and disappointing, and she believes her. Ms. Sloan is a respected ethics expert and attorney, also gave me valuable feedback into the substantive reforms many of us in Congress are advocating. To foster a climate of respect and dignity and to protect uh, legislative branch employees. I have not had the opportunity to speak with the other women, one of whom cannot speak publicly because of the secretive settlement process in place. That ridiculous system must be ended and victims who want to come forward to the Ethics Committee must be able to do so. Hmm. So, uh, she's on board now with the fact that Conyers is apparently a a dirtbag. I guess I, I don't know what that means for his legislative ability, though. I, I don't know if that means she's going to encourage him to uh, step down from Congress, retire from Congress. He, you know, he's 88 years old anyway. It's time. <laughs> yeah, it's time. Uh. These guys get lifetime pensions afterward. They're not going to be hurting. Uh, and so, go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bye bye. Go away. More trouble for Harvey Weinstein, too, on this harassment front. Jeez, every day. It's just more stuff. There's been a... The first civil claim in England and Wales was filed against Harvey Weinstein by an anonymous woman who says she was sexually assaulted. Attorney Jill Greenfield says that she expects the case to escalate into a group action. And Weinstein, for his part, continues to say there there was no non-consensual sex, that he believes it was all consensual. You believe? <laughs> Either it was or it wasn't. Uh, but his attorney says he can't speak to the allegations because, you know, all this action is pending. Uh, actress Katia Noble is suing him for a sexual assault that le- allegedly took place at the Cannes Film Festival in 2014, saying that he recruited and enticed her with the promise of a film role, knowing that he would use means of force, fraud, or coercion to cause her to engage in a sex act. That is really strange wording. So he recruited and enticed her with the promise of a film role. So obviously that's, hey, if you have sex with me, I'll, I'll give you a role in the film. Well, if you agree to that, that's just a a bargain that the two of you struck, isn't it? That's just a negotiation that you had with each other. He can't make you have a sex act if you say no. I'm not going to do that for a film role. I don't. I don't. I don't know that that's sexual harassment. If you agree to it, right? Now, then you can't. You, if he says, if you have sex with me, I'll give you a uh role in this big movie. You say yes, you have sex with him, you get the role in the movie. Well, it's too late now to complain about that. If you you took you took the offer. It was an offer, you accepted it. That's that's is that not the definition of consensual? If you do this for me, I'll do this for you. She said yes, and now She's upset about it. Well, it's too late now. Too late. I think, I I I, I don't know how you can do There's going to be millions of people <laughs> who are put in prison for this if all of these things are sexual harassment. If you can't interact at all. Now, you shouldn't, I don't think you should be enticing people with promises of movie roles, but they have their agency to say, No, that's insulting. I'm pissed off. And then you leave. Wow. Uh, Democrat California Assemblyman Majority Whip Raul Bocanegra has resigned from office after seven women came forward to accuse him of sexual impropriety, making him the first to leave office in the recent movement of women coming forward. So... Must have been something to that. There must have been, uh, there must have been some fire where there was smoke. There, he was disciplined for reaching into a woman's blouse in 2009, and there were other incidents reported: forced kissing and groping, as well as repeatedly asking women for dates going through 2014. In a Facebook post regarding his resignation, he didn't take responsibility or admit guilt. He said in part, "I believed in our system of innocence until proven guilty," and that the truth would come out clearing my name and reputation. But clearly the principle of innocent until proven guilty has been temporarily lost in a hurricane of political opportunism among the self-righteous in my case. Furthermore, it's my hope that in taking this action, we can help clear the path so that women and men who have been truly victims of sexual assault and workplace harassment can step forward and get justice for any crimes committed against them. While I'm not guilty of any such crimes, I am admittedly not perfect. Well, that's not the issue. What do you mean you're not perfect? What does that have to do with it? Nobody's perfect. But that doesn't, I mean, that's a different issue. That's a completely separate issue. So either you did these things or you didn't. Perfection doesn't enter into it. I yeah, That really bugs me.
3: couple of updates on this front. Uh, you have a listener in Australia who uh, tweeted uh, last night, uh, it, uh, they've never heard of that uh, gardener that we found. Uh, that, remember that famous gardener in Australia <laughs> yes. that's been accused of sexual harassment? Yeah. Apparently, uh, they don't know who that is in Australia. So um, Really? So, so Yeah, so I just want to throw that out there. Also, um, a <laughs> little breaking news on that front. And then uh, as I was looking while you're talking there, I thought, okay, we got to get an update. Let's see if there's any updates out of Hollywood, anybody being accused of anything. I don't have a new uh, person being accused, but I did stumble across a, break, a headline. You want to read that uh, headline down there?
1: Yeah, Angela, Angela Lansbury says, women must sometimes take blame for sexual harassment. Does she explain that? Have you, have you read the article? Yet? I
3: have not, um, but I think the more breaking news on this is that Angela Lansbury is actually still alive. I didn't realize that. That kind of threw me for a loop. So I haven't even gotten to the article. I'm more hung up on the headline—the fact she's still with us.
1: Anyway, <laughs> she's also uh, about to uh, about to go through a firestorm because you can't, you yep. can't say that. You just can't say that. Ninety-two years old. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray unleashed. Coming up.
0: Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Returns. Okay.
1: Angela Lansbury's 92 years old. Relax. You know they're not going to, though. But here's what she said at 92 years old. We have to own up to the fact that women, since time immemorial, have gone out of their way to make themselves attractive. Oh, boy. Now, just because you've made yourself attractive doesn't make you a target for sexual harassment. So that's, I'm sure she's going to get flack. Uh, and unfortunately, it's backfired on us. And this is where we are today. We must sometimes take blame, women. I really do think that. Although it's awful to say we can't make ourselves look as attractive as possible without being knocked down and raped. Ooh, those are, okay, maybe, I mean, <laughs> it's just, that's not good. These are, these are not great comments. But she's, again, she's 92 years old. Should women be prepared for this? No, they shouldn't have to be. There's no excuse for that. And I think it will stop now. It will have to. I think a lot of men must be very worried at this point. Yeah, if you've got something to be worried about, uh, you probably know. I think that's the key here. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't sexually harassed women, you've got nothing to worry about. It's a half dozen of us left. I will I'm say not that. Stressing. That is a bad comment from her. I mean, yes, she's 92. Yeah. So let's cut her some slack, but that is a bad comment. 888 nine hundred 93 Let's go to Larry in Arizona. Larry, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat.
5: Hi.
6: On the subject of the Weinstein lawsuit, if he offered her a role in exchange for sex, he's guilty of solicitation. If she accepted that offer, she's guilty of prostitution.
5: Yeah. It's one thing if he yeah.
6: threatened her, but... What you're describing there is a prostitution.
5: Yeah,
1: yes. It, I mean, it is. I, I don't know if it's that. If it's if it's technically that in the eyes of the law, because a, a movie role in exchange for sex is a little different than actually monetary
6: gain. A cash it's exchange. gain.
1: Yeah. I. I mean. I. In principle, I think that's right. I think that's right. And now you're just negotiating the price, right? you you've you've figured out exactly. You've figured out the, sy- the system. You're the prostitute. I'm the John. And now we're just negotiating the price, which is the movie role. (laughs) Uh, But then, once you've done that, if you've agreed to that, you can't come back years later and say, oh my gosh, he sexually harassed me. Can you? No, it's consensual sex. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's a good point. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Charlie in Wisconsin, you're on the blaze.
6: Hello. Hi. Uh, I've got a thought going here. When is the media are gonna jump on the idea of old joe biden because i mean uh last year a couple of years ago anyhow you guys did a thing on the glenn show mm-hmm. about him standing <laughs> behind the guy's
5: wife he was getting yes. uh
1: yes worn in yeah and he was and, all creepy he, with the yeah, with the girls on stage
6: creepy thing with the woman on stage <laughs> i mean yes. why aren't some why is somebody not grabbing onto this guy uh, i mean it's he going to be running for
1: Prezi or what? There was, there was, uh, the media will never do it. So uh, probably not. I, I think that's the answer—is it never? But he, there's been many instances with Joe Biden where he's been, yeah, creepy at best. Uh, I mean, they're going after Bush, but yes, let's keep going. <laughs> right. Thanks, Charlie. Appreciate it. Yep. There's also the time with the with the motorcycle woman where he pulled her on yeah. his lap. That could be construed as sexual harassment. Could it not? I mean, you can't just hey sit down here on my lap. If that's anybody but Joe Biden, if that's a Republican, I think we're still berating that guy for doing that. Yeah, and I
3: think she could have taken him, too. I mean, remember that? I mean, yeah, she, she looked... She could have taken him. She's a biker chick. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it wasn't for the mm-hmm. Secret Service around Biden, it could have been a bad day for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although she didn't really look that upset. Uh, I think she she was okay with it, but... I, I don't know. Biden has done some creepy things. And there was just a photo of him the other day on stage or or doing one of those lines where they're taking pictures. And he was all over this 16-year-old girl uh, from behind her. So I, I don't know. It's creepy. Wait a second. It's creepy. I,
3: I am sending this image. Um, we're going to have to revisit this. This Biden with the biker chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have to revisit this because I never noticed this before. Look at the two dudes sitting on either side. They're not okay with what's happening. No, they look angry, they are, don't they? not happy. Oh, we got to put that up later at the You got TV. my motorcycle
1: oh. mama on your lap, Joe. Get her off.
3: Or, <laughs> it does look like they're pissed. Yeah, yeah, I'm sending that over <laughs> right now. That's. Uh...
1: Can you believe <laughs> when you look at that in this environment, it's hard to believe mm-hmm. you survived that photo. But again... The media is not going to go after Joe Biden. It's just Joe. Ah, that's just Joe being Joe. That's what Joe does. That's middle class Joe. Come
3: on now. (laughs) I think we have a (laughs) phrase around here at uh, the blaze. It's Uh called, um, that's just Jeffy being Jeffy. Right. We do have that. We do have that phrase. If you want
1: to. Yes, we do. Have a point
3: of reference. Triple
1: eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yesterday, Al Franken held a press conference. Uh, and uh, apologized again for his actions. Here's what he had to say: "I've been trying to take responsibility
7: by apologizing <laughs> and by uh, apologizing to the people I've let down, and, uh, and I'm going to work um, to regain their trust. Right. I am going to be accountable. Uh, I'm. We are going to cooperate completely uh, with the ethics." investigation. I'm going to uh, try to learn from my mistakes and uh, in, in doing so I've been doing a lot of reflecting and um, I, uh, I, I want to be someone who adds something to this conversation and
1: um, I, I, I hope I, I can do that. Well, <laughs> he, he wants to take responsibility for his actions by equivocating and saying, "I don't remember it the way she does. It happened differently." Well, how differently? In what way? Well, it was different. Yeah, that's that's not an answer as to how was it different. I mean, I don't I don't know if you heard that yesterday, but uh, I think this is the conversation where he's asked, "Well, what do you mean differently? What was?" What was done differently uh, than you remember? Are
8: they mistaken that their butt was grabbed? <laughs> Is that what you're saying?
1: I am not s- saying that. I
7: okay. don't remember these. As I said, oh. I take thousands of photos, so I don't remember sure. these particular photos. Doesn't With remember? all due
8: respect, I think people are going to. But he wants to take responsibility and find it hard to believe that someone such as yourself wouldn't know that they were grabbing somebody's butt.
7: <laughs> I can understand how people would feel that way. Yeah. Have you ever okay,
8: placed a hand on some woman's butt?
7: You know, I, yeah. I, I can't say that that hasn't happened.
1: I I hope most the the vast majority of men can. I, I hope the vast majority right. of men can the, say the reason, that yeah. hasn't happened.
3: The reason he can't remember
1: is because he's grabbed so many. He's done it so many times he, and he can't, he's not going to admit to that. Nope. But you know, he's done it over and over again. Uh, and then on on the, even the initial uh, the initial problem with Leanne Tweeden that he supposedly apologized for he's equivocating there
7: with Leanne Tweeden I said with her that I had a different recollection
5: right of right. You the did kiss say we that. had
7: mm-hmm. during the rehearsal for that but uh, what is your
8: recollection of that kiss
7: my recollection of that kiss is. Is different from hers. It in what is way? that it in, was in we were rehearsing a, um,
5: uh-huh. a sketch that's yeah, where that's the same uh, so I, far. I kiss her, and that's the same. it's
7: really to set up a soldier coming up to kiss her. Yeah, and um, um, it's, it's... my recollection is different than hers. But as I said <laughs> in this <laughs> yeah, moment, in I think way? it's important to honor the, the experience uh, of women. So I apologize <laughs> it's to her to and honor I
1: what does that mean? I it's missed that the to, first time. It's important to honor the experience sure, of the woman. Sure. W- what do you mean? Well, you you, gotta you show. honor her experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by I, giving her a sloppy kiss. By telling by telling her that you remember it differently, you're honoring the experience of the woman? Oh, yeah. You know how Franken thinks of himself as like Rico Suave of the Senate, man. Oh, boy. That and it's so funny how she describes that kiss, too, because she was <laughs> so grossed out <laughs> by know. it. She called it wet and slimy. Ugh. <laughs> and she kept she, she continued to wash her mouth out over and over and over again because those fish lips had been all over her <laughs> Ew, that's just nasty fish lips franken and you can imagine that's, that's what it's like I mean I don't want to imagine nah, uh, a kiss from Al Franken because that's a fate worse death I just death. did gosh Oof, man, man.
3: God, it's not, don't go there
1: uh, Susan in Arizona you're on the blaze Hi, Pat. Hi.
8: Well, I just want to tell you my story. I just told the person that answered the phone. You guys just don't get it. You don't? I'm sorry. I love you, but you don't get it. Back in the 70s, I was hired to be a dispatcher for a car stereo place. Mm -hmm. And about a week after I started there, my boss showed up at my door one night. I opened it up. He's married with four children. I said, Bill, what are you doing here? And he said, well, don't you know why I hired you? And I said, yeah, to be your dispatcher, because I was in my early 20s and clueless. And he said no, and I slammed the door in his face, and I was fired the next day. Wow. So what you guys are not getting is that men have control over women, like Harvey Weinstein. hmm these ladies wanted to be actresses, and he had the power to destroy their
1: dream. Yes, but here's that, what you're not getting, Susan. What did you do when he showed up at your door? You slammed the door in his face. That's Yes, I did, and that, I was that's fired the, right the next thing, day. Right, but still, that's the right thing to do. Do you regret doing that?
8: Oh, no. no. But see, I could get another job. Hollywood is an industry, and this man yep. would have destroyed uh, the actresses livelihood
1: okay but again aren't you just negotiating the price then the price is my job and i'm going to continue in hollywood so i'm going to continue to do what you want me to do but the price is i continue to work as an actress in hollywood
8: yeah so you don't get it
5: i'm 64 <laughs> years old no I i'm 64 years
8: old and i was brought up that men are in charge and we're supposed to do what men tell us to do
1: well that's just not true that's just not right
8: but that's the way it is not anymore yeah yeah. Someone my age, that's the way it was. But it wasn't. Just but, wasn't but you're missing. You're missing your own that. point,
1: Susan. It wasn't that way for you because you slammed the door in his face. Now you lost your job, but you survived that. And oh yeah,
8: I, I it, survived that But you it.
1: did the right thing, even back then. I think that's great. So what? Thirty years, forty years ago, you slammed a door in the guy's face because he was there for sex and you didn't want it, and that's you did the right thing, right? Yeah. So I think we do I, get it. I'm not sure you get it. <laughs> you did. Well, you, you did the I right the, thing, even though you, thing you think you, you can't. Get
8: is nobody has ever sexually harassed you? I can tell you another story.
1: Oh, I've been. I was sexually harassed I was more dating, than you could imagine. I was dating
8: a man, Ooh. and we Ooh. went out a couple of times, and he came back to my house. I was making dinner. Unbeknownst to me, he let someone else in the house.
5: Yeah. Oh. oh,
1: oh. And what?
8: And. Ha- this man pinned me against every wall of my house, and I just, I just went into another world and screamed, "You better get out of my house!" I am so lucky I didn't die that night. Yeah, there but, are so many women that have gone through so many things.
1: No, I know it. I know, and that, it, it is hard for a man to imagine. But I'm what I'm hearing from you is that in each case, you did what you should do, and that's yeah, tell them no, and that's I'm stand up for tall. your rights. <laughs> But but women are capable of that. You know, women, they're not weak. Um, I, they're Women are strong, right? I mean, my wife is the strongest person I know. And I know that she wouldn't put up with any of that. But and obviously I could go get another either.
8: job doing anything else. Hollywood is its own industry. And I think that's the thing that I feel sorry for these actresses for.
1: Yeah. Well, that's really nice of you to cut them slack like that. It is. Uh, and... Um, but it's interesting that uh, um, by the same token, you, you did the right thing every time. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Susan. Uh, it is hard. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's hard for us to understand as men because, you know, we're physically strong enough to deny somebody if they're trying to uh, do something. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, although I'm hearing from a lot of men lately that they were attacked by men and uh, certain things happened. With some of these guys, including, you know, Kevin Spacey acting that way. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three, ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Um, Got to tell you about Gotenna.com because if you want to be prepared, just food and, and water is great, but it's, it's not enough. You also want to be prepared to be able to communicate with loved ones. Gotenna Mesh powers the first hundred percent off grid mobile long-range, consumer-ready mesh network, which means you can send texts and GPS locations without a cell tower, without routers or satellites. So if you think about all the things that have gone wrong lately with the hurricanes, fires, the horrific events in Las Vegas and in Texas at the church, uh, you really, it's invaluable to be able to communicate with your loved ones, even if something is wrong with the communication system. So right now, when you go to Gotenna.com, you use the promo code PAT15. You'll get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs of these. All you have to do with these is pair the device with your phone using the Gotenna app, or you leave it unpaired in strategic locations, and you can relay communications from one device to another. Just an awesome product. So don't wait until you need it to act visit gotenna.com today it's g-o-t-e-n-n-a.com save 15 percent with the promo code pat 15 that's gotenna.com you're listening to pat gray unleashed follow pat on twitter at pat unleashed and send him your
9: thoughts using the hashtag #TellPat. the blaze radio network
1: 8 uh we have that photo of joe biden with the motorcycle woman and the two guys on either side of biden and uh the motorcycle woman sitting on biden's lap not looking it, they don't look very happy about this <laughs> no, situation exact all. opposite and look at he he's got her on his lap uh-huh she has the bandana on her head uh-huh he's whispering sweet nothings in her ear his or-
3: forehead is making contact with said bandana uh-huh and i mean she uh-huh. can definitely feel the breath on her neck from him
1: it's almost like he's kissing her neck or yeah. making out with her in some way and they the two of them do not look happy about it they're,
3: they're, they're almost looking past joe biden and the biker chick thinking all right how are we gonna handle this old man Seriously, what are we gonna do about this?
1: I mean, we got Secret Service in the area. All right. But how do we how do we beat the crap out of it? You distract the
3: Secret Service. I'm gonna take the vice president down. I mean, this is what it looks like.
1: Yeah, I that's an amazing photo in this environment. Mm -hmm. Fortunately that happened what four years ago or something. Yeah. Um then there were comments like this from Joe Biden and
10: uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? <laughs> Neil, I miss you, man. Mm-hmm, Wait, you do. I, what? Neil
1: Smith is what?
10: What is he, Joe? And, uh, and Neil, Neil Smith, Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? An old butt buddy. Neil, oh. I miss you, man.
1: My
10: man, I miss you. Well,
1: you would miss your butt buddy, I sure, guess. Right? I guess you would. I don't know. I, I don't have a butt buddy, so yeah. Um, I don't know. Sounds like they were close. It sounds like they were very, very real close. close. So that's nice. Is that sexual harassment? I don't know. I guess not, because he's, he's never been brought up on charges. <laughs> now, there is a woman who's uh, doing something interesting. You would think it's sexual harassment, but um, she hasn't been accused of it so far. She is doing this for world peace. Uh, here's, here's what she's doing. Take a look. She's letting men come up to her and squeeze her breasts.
3: Oh, more David. On
1: the streets of Tokyo.
3: We got another opportunity to bring up David Kappa feel here.
1: Yeah. Oh, so she's... Wow. Is
3: ha- See, now this is Just exactly...
1: Really weird.
5: This is
3: our society. Now, granted, this is Japanese society, which is... I mean, they're...
1: Goodbye. Uh, but, I mean... Because I don't know that that would be... Would that be legal in the U.S.? I guess if she's holding up a sign and saying, squeeze me for world peace... Uh... I, I don't know. That's interesting.
3: This is just and she's then fully clothed. At the same time, we've got sexual harassment for looking wow. the other wrong way at someone. You mm-hmm. know, and then, or asking a woman out or or on a date. A woman, there you go.
1: Thank you. Can't even do that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Eric in California, you're on the blaze.
6: Hey Pat. So I have a uh, a different take on this from Susan. She said I heard okay. you say that you know you couldn't imagine this in the workplace if you're like a guy. Maybe you couldn't, Pat, but I did have to imagine. I had to actually endure it at my company, and I went to HR about it, and it wasn't even taken seriously. With a woman? Basically. Yeah. Like I, to, yeah. I leave my own job. I left my job, and she was crawling on top of me. She was a security guard about 33 years old. I was 22, new to the company, and everybody liked her, so no one really believed me, but, I mean, wow. they, they definitely had videotape and everything, but nobody would do anything.
1: Really? And so she was crawling on top of you while you're at At work. At one point, I no, no, because I worked for I worked for one of those big companies,
5: Mm -hmm. you
6: know, like uh, like Google, okay, something like that. And they have like they have places for you to uh, go and socialize, basically. Like we had a keg on the eighth floor. But anyway, I went up there. (laughs) You had a
9: keg um, on
3: the eighth floor
1: uh, at work. Wait, where was this? Wow. So it's a place (laughs) like Google. It's it, it,
6: like Google. It's
1: located in the city. It's uh, that's as far as I'm going to talk. Wait, which city? Which city? <laughs> is it um, is it Facebook?
6: Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait, what was it?
6: <laughs> well, what? stop it. All right, <laughs> he said
3: the
5: city. And then, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> All right,
6: what too many fight, clues. Is this isn't <laughs>
5: guess
1: who, guys. So, but you did do the right thing, right? And you went to your supervisor and you said, "Hey, she's yeah." And they did. They just didn't believe you. Did they laugh at you?
6: They. They kind of—they didn't really laugh at me. They took it seriously at first. Yeah, at least my manager did. But when I got up to like you know talk to them and everything, they didn't offer me any solutions. They were like, "Wow, well, we could uh we could give you another job." I'm like, "I don't want another job. I want I want to not be sexually uh, harassed." At the I told jo- her I wasn't attracted to her. Wow.
1: Now were you? Yeah, were you married at the time, or were you single? I had a girlfriend. Okay, so. They probably thought, "Well, you're a single guy; it's no big deal. Deal with it." Is it I mean, was that kind of the attitude, or, or?
6: Yeah, the, that I think that was kind of the attitude. It's, it's a big company, and it's kind of like, "Why are you complaining about a girl pursuing you? Don't you <laughs> don't you want that? Isn't that every guy's dream?" And that people would say that around the office. Too, yeah, so I bet.
1: We... I'll bet. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. Are you you been okay since?
6: Yeah, I've been good. I mean, all right, She was ugly. I don't have my girlfriend right. anymore, but Eric, <laughs> Eric, that's, a different, Eric, story. that's Eric, a different
3: story. Eric, this woman that pursued you, she was ugly, wasn't she?
6: <laughs> she wasn't the, okay. well, have you seen Jeffy? <laughs> yes, I think we're good here. <laughs> we're all <laughs> done. Thanks. <laughs> thanks,
1: guys. All right, thanks. Uh, well, if she was the female Jeffy, um, yeah, it's no one. I think no, we got no to wondering. the nub of the problem that yeah. Eric in California had. <laughs> Of course, you're spurning her advances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 888 uh, 900 with whatever's on your mind today. Uh, <laughs> we got to get to this story because we all have to learn a lesson uh, about LGBTQIA. It's that's nowhere near correct right. anymore. You left a lot of letters off, a sir. A lot of letters. <laughs> there are 15 of them now. Uh, We'll share that with you coming up on The Blaze.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on The Blaze Radio Network. Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
5: Uh,
1: fascinating. Trump visiting Capitol Hill to sell the tax plan to Democrats. Hmm. They dropped out of the meeting today for whatever reason. Playing politics, no doubt. It's interesting because uh, some Senate Republicans are apparently okay with the possibility of actually raising taxes again with republicans like this who needs democrats you kind of don't do you because
3: <laughs> got that covered
1: you got it covered <laughs> you got it covered with the republicans is it's really a one party system now because the republicans and democrats are so much alike what difference does it make um they uh, apparently they're working on a deal where if they don't have the revenue they expect an automatic tax increase kicks in. They're considering that trigger that would automatically increase taxes if their sweeping legislation fails to generate as much revenue as they expect. It's an effort to, um, you know, mollify or, or deflect criticism because they're worms and cowards. But for those who worry that tax cuts for businesses and individuals will add to the nation's already mounting debt. You know what you do? If the debt is going up after a tax increase, you cut spending. They won't even consider it. They don't even consider that. That is unbelievable. These are Republicans. And rather than, you know, get to the proper balance in your budget, Of, uh, you know, you don't want to be so deeply in debt. So, what do you do? You automatically tax your constituents because you didn't get the revenue you want. No, you you decrease spending. I mean, we go back to one of the great presidents who's so underestimated, Calvin Coolidge. Hmm. Never heard of him. And Warren Harding before him. Who... Cut spending in half the first year and half again the next year. I I mean, unbelievable. And it got us out of the Great Depression of 1920.
3: Yeah. Uh, Remember, Coolidge was absolutely obsessed with cutting the federal budget so much that he met with his budget guy like hours upon hours during the week. Right down to where Coolidge was saying, all right, why do we need these fancy blue and white uh, postal service mail bags? Can't we just go right. with this rudimentary canvas <laughs> bag? I mean, what is the deal here? Seriously. And they he, saved tons of money that way.
1: He dug that deep into the yeah. budget.
3: Obsessed with it. Love it.
1: Really an amazing, amazing uh, president and an amazing guy. And we just don't have Republicans like that anymore.
3: Nope.
1: Clearly. Uh, tr- for his part, the president said, "I think the tax bill is going very well." <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay, it's good. Orrin Hatch said, "We always have to deal with everybody. It's not any one particular person. These are tough times. These are tough issues. They're hard to deal with, and we've had to deal with them." Uh, that's a brilliant. It's uh, a good take. Brilliant comment. <clears throat> so, yeah, anyway, they're they're talking about putting in an automatic tax increase if the revenue goals aren't met rather than saying, okay, if the revenue goals aren't met, we're going to, we're going to cut spending. Uh, is that what we all have to do in our own lives, in our own homes? You you can't just say, Hey, okay. Um, to your boss, if my bills come back and I don't have enough <laughs> money to pay them, I, I want you to automatically <laughs> increase my salary.
3: <laughs> Wait, hold on. I kind of like this game now. <laughs> yeah,
1: it'd be great if you could, but it's you can't. Absurd. It, just... th- that's what they're doing to us because we are their boss. Yeah. And that's what they're telling us. And what I'm telling them is no, mm. no. So, yeah, two Republican senators have jumped off the boat so far. And they should because this is ridiculous. Yeah,
3: they're they're literally looking at our tax dollars as something that they are just entitled to entitled to mm-hmm. not we'll make we'll make good with what we've got here no 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 they're we're entitled we'll spend what we want and then if we don't have enough then we're going to come back and get more screwed.
1: i love it how every time every time there's talk of a tax cut the democrats start screaming you're you're taking our money from us you're 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 cutting our revenue no you th- that's not your money that's our money that you're taking more of or less of in the form of a tax cut that's not yours. It's it's maddening. And now that the Republicans are on that same uh in that same frame of mind. Just so you don't offend anybody, uh I I should probably uh let you know that there's apparently some new letters to learn mm. if you want to be politically correct when you're talking about LGBTQ. Okay. I A plus. Uh it's it's a lot <laughs> plus. It's Th- the new uh, acronym is L G G B D T T T I Q Q A A P P. Is it not a plus If you want there to be somewhere? no, no plus. So no. far, that's that's all they could come up with. Got a visual aid here. Fifteen letters, actually, not fifteen different letters, but fifteen letters. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so that stands for <laughs> lesbian, okay. gay. Genderqueer, bisexual, demisexual, transgender, transsexual, two spirit, intersex, queer, questioning, asexual, allies, pansexual, and polyamorous. Uh, allies got a spot. Wow, yeah, that's nice. So we don't need the plus. I should take the plus off. I think you take. Yeah, at fifteen, maybe we don't do a plus. How about a
3: question mark? No. Do we need a question mark? Because it might. We need to leave it open. I mean, obviously we keep expanding it. Yeah. So let's at least. You know, I'm going to leave the plus. So I'm feeling good about it.
1: Let me explain what some of these are, so okay. you you know. Sure. Uh, every lesbian, obviously, we know what that okay, is. We got Gay, that one. you got that. Gender queer, though, uh, it denotes or relates to a person who doesn't subscribe to conventional gender distinctions, but identifies with neither, both, or a combination of male and female uh, just genders.
3: Pick a Team, pick a so team. So that's
1: that's easy. Uh, Bisexual, self-explanatory. Demisexual is a new one as well. Um, A demisexual person is a person who does not experience sexual attraction unless they form a strong emotional connection with somebody. That used to be called love. (laughs) Now now it's demisexual. I'm demisexual. (laughs) Transgender, you know what that is. Transsexual, that's for people who've actually had surgery to remove or uh, add body parts. Okay. Two spirit is uh, that is two people, like a, a a man spirit and a woman spirit living inside your body.
3: Can you believe okay? that you're actually uttering that phrase? No. Okay.
1: And yet I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Intersex is where you're born with the organs of a male and a female. It used to be called hermaphrodite. Right. Queer. Okay. Is just a kind of a catch-all term for anybody who uh, doesn't. Subscribe to being a normal, you know, the normies, as they call them. Wait a
3: minute. Hold on. Isn't that redundant? I thought we covered
1: that with the G early on. Well, you just want to make sure. Then you got questioning. Okay. Okay. That's where you're kind of thinking, I don't know. I'm not really sure where I fit, which is kind of weird because I thought you were born that way and you don't decide later on. So I'm a little confused on on that. Asexual. That's obviously if you're not interested in sex of any kind. (laughs) Allies are people who... Um, they're not gay, queer, or questioning. They're simply shielding themselves from the uh, gay stopo squads who come around <laughs> looking for people who aren't properly broadcasting their approval of the <laughs> queer gender agenda. Uh, So this is people who help the other letters in the right, alphabet.
3: Right, 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 right. Um... Ally, they call it a yeah. uh, safe space or something, right? Right, they, they provide uh
1: huh, uh huh. Pansexual, that means that you do a little of everything, <laughs> you don't oh, have you can't settle on any one thing or two things, this you do is, everything.
5: Still, this, this
3: is, is getting everything. redundant again here.
1: And polyamorous, uh-huh. you know, that's I don't know, that's for commune living or uh, um, polygamists, okay, I guess. So you could be polyamorous now. I, I don't. Although I don't think poly- polygamous can fit into these uh, categories because that's not right. Oh oh. oh <laughs> wait now now I'm coming lost. Everything else in the world is right and fine, proper and normal. But marrying two women no. is completely freakish. Yeah,
3: that's you can't.
1: There's no you room left on the page here. Look, you can't legislate love. Unless you want to love two women. Why, then we can. We can say no. What kind of sick freak are freak, you? Freak, absolutely freak.
3: <laughs> okay, let's just go over this one more time here, okay? Because, uh-huh. I mean, what we have here, mm-hmm. we have the quintessential Pat Gray bumper sticker here. The I want this across the back of your car's bumper right now. L-G-G-B-D-T-T-T-I-Q-Q-A-A-P-P plus question mark.
1: Right. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know the question mark or the plus.
3: No, no, we got to leave it open. We got. We can't commit. Well, I, I, to just fifteen letters, Pat. Don't be so restrictive, man.
1: How could you possibly say that that's it <laughs> when we? It started out LGB, remember? Right. Then it was LGBT. Then it was LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Then it was LGBTQI. Then it was LGBTQIA. And now it's. And then it was a plus. But then they're like, screw the plus. And we're throwing it So
3: you just played a uh, 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 letters uh, version of uh, Simon Says. There. Nice job.
1: E I E I O. You remembered all There's of the no order. There's no E I E I O here. I'm Why?
3: Proud of you. <laughs> Terrible
1: oh man it's ridiculous this society man oh it's it's incredible goodbye it is absolutely incredible uh scott in texas you're on the blaze hi
9: hey pat every time you hear say that word uh, unbelievable i think that of that line in the princess bride where uh (laughs) you keep uh, using that word you keep using that word i did not think it means what you think it means i mean of course (laughs) <laughs> Republicans are going to act like Democrats. How long have yeah. they done that? I mean, we For a while. should expect nothing less. Um, it's not unbelievable anymore. What is unbelievable is that people keep electing them, expecting a different result. Um, that's that to me is unbelievable. And but frustrating. What they do, not unbelievable. At all.
1: And and really frustrating, isn't it? I I just don't I don't understand it. Because uh, I look around and I, I see people who uh, will only vote Republican and. I can't imagine why. Why? I certainly am not going to vote Democrat because that's essentially the Communist Party now. But Republicans are almost as bad. So where do you go? Where do you turn?
9: Well, it's fear. People are afraid because um, the media pits the Republicans against the Democrats. And and fear is irrational. By definition, it's an emotion. So it's not logical. Mm And so, when people are acting out of fear, then they act irrationally. And that means they just pull the lever for the R because they're afraid of what the media tells them about the D, or they pull the lever for the D because they're afraid of what the media tells them about the R. And it's a binary choice. until, Until we can get rid of fear, people are going to continue to act irrationally.
1: Yeah, you're right. Appreciate it, Scott.
9: It's a binary choice. It's
1: binary. Clearly not. We've binary got about, choice. What do you want, Hillary? Yeah, we've got about 15 choices if
3: you want to talk sex, but only two but but uh, only political two. parties. <laughs> and by the way, I got to think it here. Do you think that maybe like the LGB, I don't know where you want to stop. Maybe LGBT community, maybe there. It's just now they're just like, let's just see how many letters we can throw at them. Because they're maybe. never going to come back and say, no, I'm not giving you all 15 letters. <laughs> and They're going to keep. Uh,
1: just, yeah, they'll take whatever. Whatever they can get. Mm. They'll keep just keep going. They're
3: laughing at us at night, man. They're just like, check it out, man. We <sighs> Look got at these dummies. Look <laughs> at these
1: dummies <laughs> they'll accept. This is great.
3: <laughs> the straights are up to 15 letters. you think we can go for 16? Let's <laughs> try 16. 17. What's that, over <laughs> under? 20? <laughs> <sighs>
1: 888-933-93. Uh, have you sealed up your house for the winter? <clears throat> Which sounds great unless, you know, the air quality inside your house is bad. And then you could be getting sick all winter long, breathing in mold and pet dander and pollen and all that stuff. Your furnace's filter, if it hasn't been changed in a while, when you crank up the heat, you could be cycling all that stuff right throughout your whole house. So there's a great solution. It's called FilterBuy.com. It saves you a trip to the store. You don't have to go to uh, Home Depot or Lowe's or anywhere. You go to FilterBuy.com, and it's really easy. Just search by size, brand, or MERV rating. And if you, even if you have a strange filter size, They'll just, they'll literally make one just for you. Your filters are shipped within 24 hours free and all their filters are made right here in the USA. And when you set up auto delivery, you save 5% and then you don't have to worry about when you change your filters because the filters arrive at your door. It's it's awesome. So go, go to filterby.com today. Get the best price on top quality filters shipped free within 24 hours. Filterby.com. That's filterby.com
0: pat gray on the blaze radio network Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello.
1: 888-900-3393. You can call, you can tweet at Pat Unleashed. B at Brenda B. 131 says, there isn't enough bleach in my house at the moment to picture John Conyers in his underwear. <laughs> Uh, fortunately, yeah, you weren't invited to his office once he took off all his clothes and just wandered around his office in his underwear. No, I, 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 you, why would you do that? <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't even think of the reason you would do that. Oh, I might have been a hot day, Pat. You're right? 68 years old, <gasps> and you've I, got a young assistant who's 20 or 30. Are you really that presumptuous? She's going to dig this. Wait. She's going to dig seeing me in my underwear.
3: Wait, maybe he was caught changing clothes. Because didn't he get mad at the lady for not wearing stockings on a yes. hot day in Washington? Uh-huh. Or something yeah, or vice versa? I don't know. Maybe he was just re-robing. Possibly. Re-robing. Gross. <sighs>
1: uh, Jackal Beer Guy says they've added so much to LGBT. I feel like I'm back in kindergarten learning my ABCs and 1, two threes. <laughs> Platypus McPlatypus Face uh, says, where's the E? hateful bigots wait <laughs> what is the e f- what's the e what is the e I what's wonder? the e he doesn't even say
3: well you gotta call 888-900-3393 mm. and tell us what's the yeah. e what's the i e? want to be inclusive here
1: oh, E is uh everything i don't know can we May- just uh, maybe everything
3: can we just all be e's and just call it done huh
1: uh, as far as I'm concerned.
3: Right, I'm adding an E. I don't know where to put the E, though.
1: I and Glenn Amergus Armer, Armer, says, that isn't an abbreviation. It's an I-chart. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, I got the E here. So true. All right, there we go. I don't know if that's well, the Well, yeah, but place. you're
1: not authorized to just willy-nilly add a letter.
3: What? I'm sorry. Are you judging me? I thought that's the yeah. whole purpose of this exercise. you yes, I'm judge. judging you. <gasps> Okay, well, I'm feeling like an E right now, so I put the E up there.
1: And the E stands for what, in your estimation?
3: You weren't supposed to ask a follow-up. Just go with it, man.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
3: an E. Okay. All right. (laughs) It's ridiculous, man. Uh, You just, when you think that it can't get any more absurd, (laughs) you wake up and it's a new
1: day. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much every day, too. Every day. I mean, along with a new sexual uh, assault allegation, there's also some new... Uh, thing that we have to deal with that uh we've never had to deal with before we also have this story of two uh, neo-marxist professors at wilfrid laurier university in canada so at least this is canada It, it this didn't happen in the u.s but uh a teacher like a teaching assistant was just berated by these guys and it was recorded But what she did was she showed her first-year communication students a debate where Professor Jordan Peterson argued against the use of non-gendered pronouns. How dare she show the other side of this argument? You can't be doing that. Teaching assistant Lindsay Shepard can be heard breaking down into tears as her supervising professor Nathan Rambucan and another professor, Herbert Pimlet, accuse her of creating a toxic and problematic environment which constitutes violence against transgendered students. I mean, listen to this nonsense uh, as they berate her for several minutes.
11: Like critiquing uh, feminism, critiquing um, trans rights. Uh, I
4: mean, I'm familiar. Like, I, I I, mm.
11: I'm not you. Okay, so... But- so.
4: The thing is, can you shield people from those ideas? Am I supposed to comfort them and uh, make sure that they are insulated away from this? Like, is that what the point Mm -hmm. of this is? Because to me, that is so against what a university is about. So against it. I was not taking sides. I was presenting both arguments.
11: So the thing is about this is if you're presenting something like this, it, uh, you have to think about the kind of teaching climate that you're creating. The teaching
1: climate, and yeah. Yeah.
11: this is actually these arguments mm-hmm. are counter to the counter. Canadian um, human rights code. To the Canadian, uh, human ever human since rights and I know that you've talked about mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. C16. About, ever since this passed, yeah. it is discriminatory to be targeting someone um, due to their gender identity yeah, or gender a, expression. Or not target. So. Bringing something like that up in class, not critically, and I understand that you're trying to like...
4: It was critical. Go... I, I introduced it critically.
11: How so? Like, as, as in... like I
4: said, I, it was in the spirit of debate.
11: Okay, in the spirit of the debate is slightly different than being like, okay, this is this is a, like a problematic idea that we, want to, make, we want to unpack. Mm-hmm.
4: But that's but... taking sides. Yes. Like it's taking sides for me to be like, oh, look at this guy. Like everything that comes out of his mouth is BS, but we're going to watch anyway.
11: So I understand the position that you're coming from and your positionality,
1: but... The re- oh, he understands her positionality. Mm, mm-hmm. If there's one thing I appreciate, it's when people understand my positionality. Positionality. Have you ever heard the word positionality before?
3: I have not. And when I actually, instead of just reading stories like this, hear the uh-huh. audio, uh-huh. it makes me think, is there a hidden camera on this world? I know.
1: It's hard to believe like, that... this is reality, man. Hard to believe. It's...
10: Amazing. The
11: reality is mm-hmm. that it has created a, to- a toxic climate Toxic climate, for yeah, yeah. some of the students. For some it, of the students. Know, How many? It's great. Like, <laughs> what
1: student is transgendered in this class? My guess is none, hmm. because they're .07 percent of the population. So I'm guessing it's zero people who are transgendered in this class. That is unbelievable, and you're creating a toxic atmosphere for people who aren't there. Really come on
11: now right. come right. on
1: like how many okay one
11: yeah may I speak may I, speak? Just, I have is... no
4: I have no concept of of like how many people complained, like what their complaint was you haven't showed me the, the complaint
11: great. yes I, I understand that this is upsetting but there's also confidential, confident, confidentiality matters the
4: number of people is
11: confidential yes
1: <laughs> the number of people who've complained is confidential you know why because it's one. Maybe one or zero. Zero. It's either zero or one. It's zero. Um, it's- and I, m- my sense is that maybe somebody complained because they're, they're berating her like this. And if nobody complained, how do they even know about it? So maybe somebody complained? I don't know. But it, it couldn't have been too many people. And- hey, she said she presented an argument from a professor that uh, said gender pronouns um, should be used. And that pissed you off? Really? <sighs>
3: what was the setting for this conversation? She's a teacher.
1: Yeah, they call, she got called into the... Her,
3: it's in a school, right? Because yeah. that's where... It's at a college. Know, yeah, to, okay, at a college. Okay, because just to bring it back to when you were reading out the LGGBDTTT this was from a memorandum for elementary school teachers up there in Canada, in Ontario, Canada. That's what this is training for. Inclusiveness training. Whether it's... Whether it's college, whether it's elementary school, I mean, they've got it. They're
1: they are in deep everywhere. Oh, we're just in trouble with this stuff. Um, but he does understand her positionality, so at least at least we have that going Wait, for us. I'm gonna look that word up. He he understands her positionality that she's coming from a certain position, um, and she's taken a certain position on on this issue, and he understands that. Uh, but he doesn't want her to create a toxic or problematic environment, you know, which constitutes violence, of course, against the transgendered students, of which there are probably none. <laughs> st- I, where where do we wind up with this? If we don't, if we don't call BS on this stuff, pretty soon, we're seriously going to spin out of control as a civilization, and you might as well just. Turn off the country. <laughs> Canada should definitely be shut off right now. Bye-bye. Canada's gone. Triple Eight 93393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. gray.
1: Yeah, and uh, Jeffy joins us now to chew the fat. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Oh, perfect. Really?
12: Because mm-hmm. uh, I mm-hmm. noticed that uh, you did a story about uh, some girl in Japan. Yeah. That was uh, letting people uh, squeeze her. Squeeze her breasts mm-hmm. uh, for world peace. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about maybe going out this weekend. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs>
3: The sign reads, "I will squeeze your breasts for world peace." What you <laughs> Jeffy, I kind of like that. Huh? Come on ma- now. How many copies did you make of that? Look,
12: I'm telling. You, if she can walk around a mall holding that thing up over her head, saying, "Squeeze my breast for world peace," why can't I squeeze breasts for world peace? Well, this isn't Japan.
1: Thing one. Um,
3: <laughs> well, we're getting there.
1: <laughs> oh,
10: thing thing, thing two
1: is uh, there's a bit of difference between her and you. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, so what is? What does that mean? I'm going to let you noodle that out. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can do oh, that on my own. Out. No, that's fine. I'm not going to leave
5: it hanging
12: up good? No, that's fine. No. I can noodle it out. <laughs> I think I figured
3: it out. Taking right, one for good. the team. Taking <laughs> one for world peace. Jeff Fisher, everybody. I think
12: right. <laughs> right. You're welcome. So um, the world uh, is all... Well, at least social media is uh, all of Twitter, all of Facebook, uh, all of Instagram on the uh, royal marriage of Prince Harry. Oh,
1: God, I just hate this. I, I do, I, too. I really Thank God it. there's only like two
3: kids, man. I can't take much but, more of
1: this. Because <laughs> I, 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 mean, I couldn't care less. About Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? William getting married. I don't care no, this about is Harry getting Harry, married. This is Harry and Meghan. I don't Meghan. care about any of it.
3: I don't care. I literally got a dozen news flashes yesterday morning on my phone about this thing. I and mean, I could don't... you stop?
1: care i don't care that he used to be a bad boy i don't care that he's matured i don't care that he's marrying a woman now i don't i know
12: but she's divorced. well first she's an american and she's divorced
1: i still don't care
12: okay and i mean the last royal wedding involving a divorcee was the civil ceremony rather than a church marriage okay Shocking. when prince charles married the horse lady camilla barker
1: Bowles. oh yeah she was I divorced
12: mean, yeah mm-hmm. that's right yeah i mean she didn't go as far as Charles did get rid of the spouse. Anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I will say that uh, Greg Polowitz from uh, Twitchy actually had the plan, and good for him. Uh All right. Prince Harry's kids will be Americans. All right. So if one grows up to be president and is in line for the throne at the same time, Brits are playing the long ball here. It's a smart move. They want America <laughs> back, and this is how they'll do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny. It is funny. It's funny. And, it's, you know, it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's highly unlikely, but it, ah, yes, well, it's possible. You know,
12: she says she claims she's going to, uh, and I know you don't care, but I'm just letting you know that. Yeah. She claims that uh, you know she's going to become a you know, citizen of the United Kingdom. Is she? No. But that's, that's still still dual, though, right? I mean, the kids are still, doesn't matter. I think you can have dual sit.
1: Well, I guess can you have dual citizenship now? At one point you couldn't, but I I, I don't know. It's if really you can
3: difficult now. to accomplish, but I yes, think you can. You yeah. can be a
1: citizen of the UK
3: and uh, America.
12: I'm guessing as a royal, you'd be able to do that.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking you're probably right about. But that.
12: But she's though. really muddy in the waters for the for the palace.
3: Mm-hmm.
12: I mean, she's she? an American, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not.
1: I mean, just bad divorce the whole thing is going to hell yeah the whole what's next pretty soon uh, the royals won't be even ruling the country right I mean, <laughs> right hey, oh, oh wait
3: i just got word that Bowie down the hall here is a <laughs> uh, uh, citizen of britain and america oh there you go so yeah okay
1: dual citizenship yeah, yeah. really i think it's very selective. we should
3: countries. have taken
12: a, taken the one citizenship away with the food she brought back from
3: there i'll tell you that that's right she brought you back some if you remember uh,
12: the program that we used to oh air on this gosh, network that, called the Pat and Stew Broadcast, uh, she brought nasty. back some spoons food from the United yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, it was like was Vegemite from bad. Australia.
1: It was like Brit- uh, Britamite yes. or something. It was like from Britain. but It was, but it was the most. It was the worst thing. I. It was honestly <laughs> the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. And i put some bad things in my mouth before. But that uh, oh, was I by mean, far the worst. Okay, I can't go that
12: far. By far. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I can't go that far okay. with the worst thing I've ever
1: put in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to go but any
5: further with I'm that. I'm just saying so. that it we was bad. It was still yeah, bad. don't okay. have that long of a segment here to get to all of it. <laughs> okay,
12: <sighs> okay well, tonight, big night tonight, too, Victoria's Secret.
1: Come on, baby. And another thing I don't care about. What are you talking about? hmm don't you get to Gather around
12: the television tonight, <laughs> no. nine, no. yeah, with 9 my wife PM and with the, my daughter, with the family, yeah, let's live watch from
1: Shanghai, the Victoria's Secret. Catalog I mean, it, thing. it's a
12: family thing at the Fisher
1: House. I'll tell you that. I
12: bet it is. It is. I bet it is. I mean, this is, this picture here is from uh, you know our party. I think a couple years ago. It wasn't last year. Last year I had a different set of wings. But this is uh, <laughs> from the a, party. This wings. is from the party a couple years ago at the uh, you know the Victoria's Secret model party at the Fisher <laughs> House.
1: You actually have wings. Uh you, well let's see it is, a, yeah. Where, is there not the picture there we there go there? oh boy that's thank a,
12: you I mean that's from the party there some, <laughs> some big wings there wow oh, come on that's Large.
1: that's from when you lost a hundred pounds right no no actually. yes it is no I, it's not no you look it a lot a little, thinner yeah there. well, there's, you do uh, there's, uh, now hang on that was. Did, did
3: that butterfly <laughs> that mistake hundred you? That 100 pounds is a lot thinner than that, bro. Did, the, okay. did that butterfly mistake you for a flower or something? Like, what's going on there? Tell well, us. We want mean. to know the context. Oh, Victoria's
1: yeah, Secret. I was just wearing my wings a for flower. the Victoria's Secret. Like the biggest, ugliest flower on the face of the globe? I'm trying to
3: figure out how he what? attracted a Chernobyl moth to land on him like what that. What kind
1: of crappy butterfly would think <laughs> he's a flower. a flower? A blind one. I mean, I don't think they see well, Pat.
3: And
12: Victoria's Secret is still getting hammered for no uh, no body diversity. They don't which have oh okay they don't so have body they're University. supposed
1: to have fat chicks
12: <laughs> yeah. and Victoria's Secret yeah. shows yeah that okay. would be a
1: reason not to I right
12: mean, <laughs> that's look that's the thing now right I mean uh, Project One Way which you know I, I watch I'm a big fan of Project Runway uh-huh. uh huh they had the big this was their first year of diverse models uh, diverse body types for the modeling crew for Project Seriously? Runway yeah yeah oh oh my gosh Project Runway is absolutely PC hmm everything
1: want, I can, so are I, they pretending that the the models are all fabulous and they're all equally hot or whatever no matter what body type I mean I don't know what you mean by pretending <laughs> uh but I mean <laughs> <laughs>
12: I mean the, yes these women are just as beautiful as everything else I'm sure. not
1: sure I'm uh, yes that's
12: I what mean, I, I don't meant. know <laughs> that's
1: what I meant Sure. I'm confused at what you meant by
12: pretending because these women <laughs> are all beautiful.
1: Well, I, I was wondering if you and your unique body type oh, okay. was featured among them and if there we were had to some? pretend that you are beautiful too. Um, so. Well, there weren't any male models. Okay. All right. So, I mean, there were, you know, all females. All models. beautiful, lovely females. Wonderful. Unbelievably hot. Good. In all shapes, and sizes, absolutely. From like 100, I mean, look, 115 pounds all the way to three hundred and fifteen. Right? I don't know
12: that. The, I don't know that the largest one was three hundred and fifteen. Okay. I don't
1: know her weight. What but, would you say the largest one
12: was? Uh, she's a pretty big woman. Yeah. Um. Still pretty.
1: Okay.
5: Uh
12: huh. I, I don't know. Probably two forty.
1: All right.
12: I mean, those thighs are pretty big. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not good on the weight thing on the females. I can mm-hmm. nail weight pretty good on men. Yeah, but it's, it's tough on the females. Really, where would you peg me right now? You right now?
1: Yeah. One. Guess my
12: weight. Well, you've lost. I've lost about 25.
1: Mm-hmm. About 25 Something like times. that? About 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
12: So you're probably what 170. 170.
1: Oh, bless you for that. No, I'm not there yet. But that's what that's my goal, actually. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah.
12: So, well, you weighed more than I thought, then.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was seven hundred and thirty-eight pounds. Well, trust me, <laughs> I'm well aware of being eight hundred pounds. I'll
3: say you wore it well, though, Pat. That's seven thirty-eight. Yes, I do carry it well. It's yeah. an athletic
1: seven thirty-eight, like sure. you, Jeffy. Well, well of course. Like like you. I, I wonder mean, how I many have. stone that is. Doesn't matter. Nobody pounds. knows. Stuff know. we're talking about weights. Right? Right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what mm-hmm. stone. are. Well, fifty-two is. stones. stones.
3: 50, I knew
12: it was you, around you 50 stone. You used to stone.
3: weigh 52 stone when you were 738. <laughs> Nobody cares. Eight. I knew it was around 50 stone. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... It's a felt
5: 738.
12: Let's be clear. Uh, all right. I knew it. <clears throat> all I'm right. Saying? We have a, uh, a, a secrets. I've got the death of... Oh, you know what? We've got to talk a little bit about uh, Miss Universe. too.
1: About Why? What happened with Miss universe?
12: universe? Well, she, again, which was really good for her... Uh, she won, and I can't remember where I won. I
1: From what country was she?
12: Oh, that's why I'm looking for the paperwork. I don't know what happened to it. Gosh darn it. Wait, Miss Universe? I was really mad Somebody that sung? I listened to. South Africa, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. And she, uh, she What the heck happened to the paperwork because she did not. And I was really bummed. When the, when asked about what she cared about and what was big in her life, uh, her answer was equal pay and how women got paid less. And
5: you Women know she she cared get about getting paid, paid less. That was what less. she cared about.
12: And I thought, are you kidding me? That's mm. what you care about? Yeah, that's what it no. is. No, yeah. not one time in any of any of her statements when she was up on stage did she mention maps.
3: You, not one time. You know what? Here I was not about to one offer to read
1: the quote, time. but never mind. I see what you did there. Well, then she is not good uh, like Miss care. South Carolina. She doesn't care. She like a number Miss... of years ago,
12: told us what to worry. Be I
1: concerned about.
4: We believe mm-hmm. that U.S. Americans are US unable, Americans unable to do so.
1: Unable to do because,
4: so because uh, some. Uh, People out there in Some our nation out there in our don't nation. have that. They don't have that. And uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as, in like South, South, as Africa South Africa and uh, the Iraq, and the everywhere Iraq. like such as. Everywhere
1: and like such as.
4: I believe that they should, they should uh, our education our over education here in, here the, US should in help the, US. the U.S. should help the U.S. should help no, South Africa. South Africa. It should help the Iraq and the Asian it countries.
0: <laughs> so we will be able to build up our future. <laughs> Not
1: once. I love that one. Not I love that. Not once did Miss. She you touched, uh, you know, in that rambling, yeah. nonsensical so good. Uh, so good. soliloquy. She so tried good. to touch everything she's been taught as a so beauty queen. And you she even care even about children. South you care Africa. about Iraqis. You care about Asians. <laughs> you care about children. <laughs> the African? education should help the children, and everywhere like it's such so as. Good. <laughs> it's it's so great, so good. That's so old now. Yeah. I mean, she's oh, like retired. Ten years old now. Yeah, ten years. And she's still, I she's mean. She's 84 years old yeah,
3: now. She... Wow, time flies. Yeah, yeah. 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 they yeah. just
1: put her
12: in a home. It's uh-huh. been, it just was reported. Uh huh. But uh, still good. I mean, it's that's still, still good. What is she is doing now? Fantastic.
3: Remember, she was doing some web stuff like yeah, uh, videos. What she, yeah, that's
1: yeah, what she's doing. doing she, we tried to talk we tried to, her. to get her on t- Pat and Stew for a while, yeah. and she was going to do it. Yeah, she was. And somebody, then something somebody. happened, and I don't know.
12: I think what happened was is that uh, she found well, out she we may, made fun she of She may, may have heard the
1: show.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're making fun I mean, of her by just playing? that? Well, I think no, that's what she
12: was. You know, she's really concerned about what she's doing now obviously just like we talked about with the musicians yesterday they all want to do their new hits but you got to come on and play the hits too right and she did not really was not a fan of playing the hits right and so you know look you got to come on and play the hits right i mean that's what we're here for you're not going to come on pat and Stewart. we're not going to we're not going to mention your your maps comments no that's not going to happen
1: right sorry although i can see where she'd get tired of talking about it you know Seriously. Tough, <laughs> Tough <laughs> is right. Well, that was our viewpoint, I'd... but not hers. But no, not hers. That's why you so never fairly. heard her on patents, too.
12: <laughs> <laughs> so it could might have been one of the reasons. Could have been. Could one. have been one of the reasons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Possible. Have you ever heard? Look, I don't know about you, but I've seen people with, uh, you know, like zoo animals, elephants, tigers, animals that you think to yourself, you know, those really aren't pets. Mm-hmm. Those really aren't pets. Why do people trade them? And of course, you've watched the uh, the film, including the Ung uh, Bak series from the Philippines. You've seen that with the with the giant elephant. No, ekaset elephant. No, we call him Ekasset. Okay, uh, he killed his crushed his trainer. Have you ever heard, like an elephant? They kill. He kills and trusts his trainer. They've got a guy riding on his back. Okay, mm-hmm. they they unchain him. They've got the the elephant that's trained and been in all these movies and all these shows, still chained. Mm -hmm. They unchain him. And the guy's on his back, and the trainer is off to the side. So the guy on his back makes the elephant take a couple steps, and the elephant's like, you know what? I've had just about enough of this. (laughs) (laughs) Backs up a couple of steps, turns around, picks up the trainer by his trunk, and crushes him to death. Oh, wow. Right? Really? Oof. Right. Wow, and they say and I'd never heard this before. It's called a must, uh, a state of high aggression accompanied by a surge of hormones. That's what the elephant was uh, was happening to the elephant at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about if you know that the elephant is uh, having his must? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we don't unchain him. Yeah, uh, maybe we just let him be that day. You know, like you yeah. know what? Not today. Uh-huh. Here's a you know what? Here's a little straw for you. Did they put him down? Uh, there's no report of that yet. Oh. But I'm sure it's in Thailand, so it's probably already down. Yeah, it's too bad. Mm-hmm. But I just I find it amazing that people want to really just train them and be around these. They're wild animals, right? I mean, yeah, and that's Stupid. what they are, right? I mean, mm-hmm. overall, I'm sure we like to go to the zoo and stuff, and but I'm but I'm, I don't know. I just I, I'm okay with not having them in a zoo. Actually, just let them be where they belong. Live them out there in the wild. That once in a while, mm-hmm. you want to spend some money and go shoot one.
5: Go
3: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm what talking to an animal
5: that,
12: rights activists. Hey, that's me. That's wow, me. you I, are Mr. Animal Rights. I know. Listen, that's, that's, anything to help.
5: <laughs>
1: I don't think they should be in a zoo. <laughs> no, they zoo. shouldn't. Let them <laughs> a... run wild, and then every <laughs> once in a while, we'll just go and. Yeah, you want to shoot them, bring and them down. You shoot could. them. Did you not? Know, I was
12: talking. <laughs> so this guy is, is a taxidermy. You know, our, our friend from Mercury One. Uh huh. And he was he was at the he's a one of the one of the biggest taxidermies in the country, mm-hmm. and I was asking I was you know because we had such a big deal about Trump and the elephants in the two countries in Africa a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know Trump they made a the big deal about uh, bringing them and uh, which was so strange because you could still bring them into the country from three or four other countries just not those two, uh-huh. but I was asking him what his biggest one of his biggest uh, animals are yeah. to stuff and cri- elephants. Oh wow, amazing! Yeah, he was saying that. It, I mean, how long it takes? It takes four or five men, and it's it's a it's a like a a, a week process oh, or bet, more. Yeah.
1: And it ain't
12: cheap. No,
1: it's uh, that's for sure.
12: Uh, not only if you not only have you gone o- paid to go over,
1: mm-hmm. you got to pay to do the hunting. To pay
12: to do the hunting, then you got to pay, pay, pay to get it home. back. Yeah, and then you got to pay to have it stuff. Yeah,
1: it's expensive. I mean, <laughs> You are. I mean, you're talking you fifty to hundred thousand
12: dollars, probably. Oh, easily. Oh, I think more, than, way more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, maybe you know, a guy in your position could do it. Oh yeah, you sure. Know, that mm-hmm. sure. you. I mean, but me. I could do mean,
1: it I, probably three, or four times a week. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Triple eight nine hundred 888-933-93. Speaking of elephants, uh, that, that's all the time we have for uh, chewing the fat with Jeffy.
12: <clears throat> so let me tell you about uh, Wax RX. You know, there are times in your life when you think, man, am I going deaf or what's going on? You know what's happening? Your ears aren't clean and they get uncomfortable. They itch your ears, they get plugged up. That's why you can't hear. Now, a lot of people use cotton swabs, candling, the candles. I don't know. I have done the candles before. It's always felt weird to have your head turned to the side with the candle burning on top of you, but. You know, if you want to try that, go around. ahead. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but now you can get the real solution for the stubborn earwax: WaxRx Earwash System. Hey, look, it's doctor developed, works safely with all other products. Are failing? This one will work for you. I used it and got. Uh, I mean, I unclogged that thing. It was <laughs> some of the some of the things that came out of my ear were uh,
1: three gerbils and a squirrel.
12: Wax R X comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. Now the doctor developed wax RX system uses the special wax softening drops to break down earwax inside the ear. Just walk around and let it let it do its job and then come back and have the specially engineered pump unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush the wax away. Finally, when it's all done, the pH mm-hmm. condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system
1: available. Makes
3: them supple. Makes them okay. supple.
1: The way you say it, Jeffy, it sounds almost sexy. Yeah. I it mean, really does. Say, Go say to the word supple. Come on, say, it. Mm-hmm.
12: say supple. Mm-hmm. You can order your reusable ear wash system today supple. and make your ears Supple.
3: Yeah, baby.
12: Use offer code radio, and you can have it shipped free right to your door. They won't drive by and just throw it in the street. <laughs> They'll bring it right to your house. Go to useusewaxrx.com.
0: This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Ray is here uh-huh. on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: And welcome. 888-900-3393. 888 um, 900 There's a flat earther who has a plan to launch himself in a homemade rocket. But it just kind of hit a snag. Um, hmm. He planned to do this on Saturday in a homemade scrap metal rocket in an effort to prove that the earth is flat. He's postponed the experiment after he couldn't get permission from a federal agency to conduct it on public land. So instead, Mike Hughes said the launch will take place sometime this week on private property, somewhere around uh, Amboy, California. Hmm. Assuming now it's a 500-mile-per-hour, mile-long flight through the Mojave Desert, if it doesn't kill him, <laughs> Hughes told the Associated Press his journey into the atmosphere. What will mark the first phase of his ambitious flat Earth space program? Hughes' ultimate goal is a subsequent launch that puts him miles above Earth, where the 61-year-old limousine driver. <laughs> that's, huh? That's who I want. Right? Uh, you know, it's just proving. Yeah. The shape of the earth is a, is a 61-year-old limousine driver.
3: Well, that's like one step removed from rocket science.
1: He hopes to photograph proof that it's a disk that we all live on. It's not a globe. It's a disk. <laughs> you know, th- that's what the flat earthers think. A lot of people think, well, you think the earth is flat? Well, but so it's not round? Well, yes, it's still round. It's a circular thing.
3: Oh, it's like a pizza.
1: But it's like a, yeah, or a CD.
3: Or a CD. hmm Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, he says it'll shut the door on this ball earth theory. <laughs> shut that door, <laughs> man. That's goofy. Oh, Just. man. I, it's, it's weird. How many people in 2017 believe the earth is flat? How is that possible? How, if you're in your right mind, how is that possible? Hughes promised the flat earth community. And it's, you know, significant. There's thousands of people that believe this. Um, wasn't, like, LeBron James or Sha- It was Shaquille O'Neal, wasn't it? Who was like, well, yeah, the earth is flat. And then he got a lot of flack for it, and he said he was kidding. So, yeah, I, but I, I don't know minute. if he believes it or not.
3: That chick from The View, actually, she doesn't know. Like, she was asked, just in jest, by Whoopi Goldberg, we'll try to find this audio and, and, and play it for you. I mean, that yeah. was fascinating uh what's her
1: name It is fascinating Uh, something hughes promised the flat earth community that he would expose the conspiracy with his steam-powered rocket which will launch from a heavily modified mobile home (laughs) through the uh though he did acknowledge that he still had much to learn about rocket science (laughs) this whole thing he said in the june interview i'm really behind the eight ball yeah, not only does he have a lot to learn about rocket science, he's got a lot to learn about Earth geography and Earth science. Uh, he's been building rockets for years with mixed results. But uh, you can check him out on YouTube. He's he's going to prove the Earth is flat. Oh, I'm looking forward Finally to Finally in that dumb theory that it's round. Somebody had to. Or that it's a sphere. <laughs> 888-933-93. More pac Ray Unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome.
1: Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. Former Vice President Al Gore is preparing to host another 24-hour long broadcast to sound the alarm on man-made global warming, which will cap off kind of a disappointing year for uh, the world's most famous climate activist. Gore's Environmental Group will put on... 24 hours of reality in early December. So we just have just you have to wait another week or so. Uh, and it will feature celebrity guest appearances, including actress Helen Hunt, musical performances, and segments on what different parts of the world are doing about global warming. And no doubt how we're just falling behind everybody because of our evil president. Uh, and we're, we're just not keeping up with the rest of the world. But China, they're on the cutting edge despite the fact that they open the equivalent of a new coal-fired plant every week. Coal-fired power plant. Uh, Gore's environmental group, uh, as in past years, the Climate Reality Project uh, claims millions will tune into the broadcast, which will be hosted by Gore himself (laughs) from New York City. Ironically labeled the world's most wasteful city recently in a survey.
3: 24 yeah. hours of alg 24 hours that's a good time to catch up on sleep
1: <clears throat> so it'll cap off another uh i mean here's what happened to him this week he or this year because do you remember like a year ago gore went to visit donald trump and he took him into the i think it was at, at trump tower and they went and discussed global warming and gore came out and said it was a it was a productive meeting <laughs> And so he really, he liked the meeting. He thought there was, it's better than a 50-50 chance that the Trump administration will decide to stay in the Paris Agreement, which they didn't do. (laughs) So whatever Gore said to him didn't really move Donald Trump all that much. Thank heaven. Uh, So he ignored Gore's advice. He was a major, Gore was a major backer of the Paris Agreement. We pulled out of it and uh then of course his movie an inconvenient truth 2 or whatever that was called completely flopped the movie made uh 5.4 million dollars worldwide <laughs> worldwide 5.4 million I'm now like, in america that would be bad yeah for the entire globe. That is terrible. How much did that bad boy cost to make? Do
3: we know? I'll look that I up. I don't. Okay.
1: I'd love to know, though. It's called an Inconvenient Sequel is the actual okay. name of it. So, An Inconvenient Truth made $50 million. This was one-tenth, one-tenth of the original. So, something's going on where people aren't buying into this guy. Thank heaven. Thank heaven for that miracle, at least. Because... I mean, he's got the backing of all of Hollywood. You know, the uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio's of the world and the, the Matt Damon's of the world. Uh, they're, they're all falling all over this guy. They're always singing the praises of global warming and man-caused global warming. And that the earth is going to warm four degrees in the next hundred years or whatever their nonsense is. And that the Arctic ice shelf is going to completely melt and in some summer months... it. In Thum, Thumer Month, according to Dr. wilsky it will completely disappear. Uh-huh. Okay.
3: Uh, budget was a million dollars. Wow. So it's actually made. Yeah, they've made 4.2 ah! million. Which, look, I mean, that's all Al Gore is aiming for anyway here is a profit. Yeah. So And he did.
1: He got, got that. Mm-hmm. So to his credit, at least it made money. Although with With marketing, was it a million dollars? I doubt that. Uh, I mean, I'll bet they just broke even on that thing. Anyway, um, surprising that it only... Of course, it was just filming him right at these seminars. So, you know, not a lot of special effects, I'm thinking. Hmm. Uh, Although, do you remember from the first Inconvenient Truth? They actually used a scene from the day after tomorrow. The movie about apocalyptic weather yes they actually used a scene from that fictional movie to show that uh global warming was actually happening right now
3: (laughs) it's from a movie i can't
1: i mean it was fiction i mean it's just so bad it's just so ridiculous and again al gore won't talk to anybody who doesn't completely buy in to his theory of man-caused global warming catastrophic man-made global warming
3: Uh, Well, first of all, uh, you reminded me. uh, I've stopped hearing back, so they're obviously not interested in joining us on the program.
1: No, they're not joining us.
3: But check this out: the first movie made forty-nine million dollars, compared to the yeah five point four million this time. Five point four. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You may have already said that. Yeah, one tenth. Yeah, I mean that that that's good news, right? Yes. People are just like I. I think
1: it is. It's not good news to Al Gore, (laughs) Uh, but it's interesting because you you see that the youth have pretty much bought into global warming the youth the millennials are all over it because they've been completely indoctrinated they've been completely brainwashed on this thing now has the has the earth warmed uh, no not really not in the last 17 years according to satellite data it's paused the warming is paused for 17 years uh, but you can't tell them that. And even if it has warmed, eh, let's say you, you give them that it's gone up 0.9 degrees in 100 years. So what? That's not catastrophic. In fact, it's good for the planet. Crops grow in warmth. I don't know if you know that. They grow a lot better when it's 75 or 85 or even 95 than when it's 5 or 15 or 20 below. So it actually, it actually grows more food. And people can eat. But, but the youth, uh, the millennials, have completely bought into the theory that it's catastrophic, it's happening right now, and we've got to spend trillions of dollars to fix it. Al Gore's thing is we've got to spend $90 trillion. All the money circulating in the world right now, what does that amount to? Uh, $60 trillion. So we have to spend one-third more then all the money in the world <laughs> you first al <laughs> and yet al gore goes on talk shows and says things like
10: this i think that those uh, people are those in people, such, not, a such, such a tiny a, tiny minority tiny, now he's talking about the denier th- of global warming such a tiny tiny minority now oh, with their, point, with their of point, of point of view they're almost like The ones who still believe that the moon landing was staged in a movie lot in Arizona. Almost like Uh, And those who believe the earth is is flat. Flat. That demeans them a little bit, but it's not that far off.
1: That demeans them a little bit, but they're too stupid to know they're being demeaned. Uh, So it's okay to demean them.
3: I almost don't want to believe in the moon landing now if Al Gore is the guy using that as an example.
1: I know. (laughs) That's the problem with that is like, well, now the moon landing's in doubt.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I think I got a different spokesperson for
1: that. But, I mean, he puts everybody who doesn't believe in man-caused, catastrophic (sighs) global warming with the category of this guy who's doing a launch 500 (laughs) miles per hour.
3: It's good stuff here.
1: He's going to go for one mile and he's going to show us... That the Earth is flat. Um, Now, that demeans him a little bit, but it's okay because he's too stupid to know he's being demeaned. Um, He only recently, by the way, this guy who's trying to prove the Earth is flat, only recently converted to flat Eartherism, struggled for months to raise funds uh, for his follow-up flight over the Mojave. Hmm. And then he says... They've not put a man in space yet. <laughs> what? We haven't put a man in space yet. Have you seen the photos and the videos of Neil Armstrong on the moon?
3: That was done in a sound stage, sound stage, well, movie lot, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: there are twenty different space agencies here in America, and I'm the last person that's put a rocket, put a man in a rocket, and launched it. Comparing himself to Evil Knievel, he promised to launch himself from a California racetrack as the first step in his steam-powered leap towards space. Now, it's it's interesting because flat earthers kind of don't believe in space. They, they only believe that space is really a confined area. They believe that the uh, sun... I talked to the flat earther head, I don't know, 20 years ago, so I don't remember all the... Details of the conversation, but he told me that the sun is not gigantic. It's it's not you know a hundred times larger than the earth. It's the size it looks like it is in in the in the sky because it's only thirty seven miles from us. I'm so, wait, I'm, it's wait. not ninety three million miles. It's thirty seven miles from from Earth. Oh which makes it about a mile and a half away from the surface now, of Texas because it's hot here. My commute's that long. So yeah, I, but I, you're not going up. Yeah, I mean, but you do I, have to go up to get to the sun. Right.
3: I mean, I yeah. didn't realize it you was could easily get to right the sun. there. I should easily. maybe a day trip or something.
1: Yeah, so when you go out two miles or, or 200 miles from from the surface, because the surface of the sun is only 11,000 degrees, but when you go out... Out away from the sun and it starts to mix with all the gases it becomes about two million degrees and then it spreads out through the solar system and by the time it gets to us you know it heats up the planet the way it heats it (laughs) Uh, but actually (laughs) carbon uh, co2 does most of the work (laughs) obviously for heating the planet i mean silly to say the sun does any of it Anyway, that's that's what they built thirty seven miles 37 from thirty
3: seven miles. Yeah. I had no idea
1: Pat. It's crazy. So the moon is you know, I, I forget what he said the moon was, but it was closer. It was, closer. was it <laughs> so wait a minute. It's closer than thirty seven so miles.
3: If you don't have all day to go visit the sun, you could just go to the moon. Yes. And say, look, you did well, but, that. You know? But
1: like he said, we haven't been in space. So that's why space. we have not yet discovered that the sun is that close because we can't get up there.
3: But this guy's raising money to be able to do that and yes. prove to us all this he's gonna, good stuff.
1: He's going to take photographic evidence and he's going to prove to us how stupid we all are to believe in all of this Copernicus stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. How much money does this guy need anyway? Uh Kickstarter raised, well he needs his goal is 150,000. Oh, okay, okay. 150,000 so, so we could prove reasonable. this 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 crazy theory that we've been taught has been wrong for 150,000. So okay. far he's he's raised he's almost there. He's raised three hundred and ten dollars.
3: So he's right on the cusp. <laughs> I mean he's just like uh, yeah. one one good donor away. Yeah,
1: well he's like the distance from the earth to the sun. That's that's how far he is away. All right? wait, wait, wait a
3: minute. 30, Thirty-seven <laughs> miles
1: away from his goal. Thirty-seven miles away from his goal. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the uh, ne- Blaze Radio Network.
1: Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I would love to hear from a flat earther. I I really would because I find it fascinating that in this in this day and age with all the evidence to the contrary. I mean, it's not like we just have Copernicus Comper- who's you know doing uh, trigonometrical uh, equations to figure out the. That the Earth is spherical, it, it's not like we're, we're just guessing on this. <laughs> We've been to space. We've been to the moon. Says you. We've been out of the solar system. Says me. Yes, you. you're right.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: You're right. Um, but this guy who is a flat Earth uh, convert, <laughs> he he's made other pitches, including a plan to fly over Texas in a sky limo. But he complained to ARS Technica last year about the difficulty of funding his dreams on a chauffeur's meager salary.
3: On a chauffeur? He's a chauffeur, right? He's a chauffeur. Limo
1: guy. Yeah. A year later, he called into a Flat Earth Community web show to announce that he'd become a recent convert.
3: Wait. wait. So he actually believed. He he hasn't gone his whole life thinking it was flat. The man has gone from
1: believing it was a sphere to... Now it's flat. Well, of course he believed the propaganda okay. until yeah. he opened his mind. And he says, we were kind of looking for new sponsors for this. And mm. I'm a believer in the flat earth. I researched it for several months. Well, I mean, then done. Several. Uh, several months he yeah. researched it. So it's obviously. He's an expert. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Hughes um, has act the, the host of the, the web show, the flat earth. Uh, web show, sure. was impressed. Hughes had actually flown into a rocket, he noted, whereas astronauts were merely... <laughs> astronauts are merely paid actors performing in front of a CGI globe. Well, so yeah, this is knows important that. information that people need to know. John Glenn and Neil Armstrong are Freemasons. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. See,
3: now John now Glenn,
1: it's, yeah. Of course, we lost them both mm-hmm. since, but, but now it makes sense. They were Freemasons. Now John John again. Glenn, Neil Armstrong, Freemasons. And you know what that means. Hmm? Once you understand that, you understand the yeah. roots of the deception.
3: Sure. I mean, is there an Illuminati mention in here somewhere? Yes, there is. All oh, right. I
1: was waiting for that. The host uh, talked of Elon Musk's fake reality, and Hughes spoke of the Antichrist Illuminati stuff. <laughs> And yes, and that delighted the almost 300 listeners that they have to this web show. I mean, show. don't
3: oversell—not quite the 300.
1: Uh, it says 300 some listeners.
3: I thought it said almost. 300. So it could
1: be in like 290 to 310. I would suspect. <laughs> There's no one hypothesis for what the flat Earth is supposed to look like. Many believe it's uh, a flat disc, ringed by sea ice, which naturally. Holds the oceans in. Otherwise, they'd spill over. Because I think, honestly, I think flat earthers don't believe in gravity. So it's not gravity holding anything in place. And it's not centrifugal force. I've got a question over here. It's sea ice. Okay. Yeah, yeah go ahead.
3: So we're 37 miles away from that glowing orb, and there's ice? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Just I wanted to clarify. Yes.
3: Okay. It's good stuff here.
1: Uh, what's beyond the sea... If anything monsters. remains to be discovered no, monsters we know this. is this sea fascinating monster. this is fascinating to me. It,
3: I'm, I'm right there with you. It's truly I, I, I would love to
1: see if you can get this guy on the show. All right I would love to talk to him and you know not just mock him but actually try to dig into how is it possible that really first of all I I, I got to get him on the phone here before
3: he ends up dying in the desert on that rocket yeah.
1: this week. Going 500 miles an hour. on
3: this quickly.
1: Does he actually, is does he have the capability, the technology to go 500 miles an hour? He's got that technology, but he can't figure out the earth is spherical. Wow. Anyway, he says, we need an individual who's not compromised by the government and you could be that man, he told the host of the uh, Flat Earth web show. There's a Flat Earth GoFundMe effort that has raised $8,000 for Hughes. So he's got $8,000 uh, Three hundred and ten. Three hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> all right. By November, the AP reported his twenty thousand dollar rocket had a coat of rustoleum paint. Sure. And research flat earth inscribed on the side.
3: Sand and stuff, you know. <laughs> you don't want to be <laughs> we get a rocket get chafed, you know. This is really wow. this, this is just, really awesome. I, I just hope that he's okay when this is all said and done. That's all I'm worried about at this I point. I know
1: you do you, seriously, you do want him to, <laughs> to make it through this. I mean, the guy's sixty one years old and has only recently converted to flat-eartherism? Hmm. I, I, I find that really hard to believe. Although, there, as we said, there are quite a few of these people who, and sometimes you just, they seem the most normal people. Uh, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal okay. said he was a flat-earther, and now he claims he was kidding because he got a lot of flack for it mm-hmm. on Twitter. <laughs> But also that, that woman, this was years ago on The View, but they had a flat earth discussion on The View where Whoopi Goldberg was talking to Sherry Shepard, who's no longer on the show, and maybe she's not on the show anymore because she's a flat earther. <sighs> um, here's, here's what she said uh, about her uh, thoughts on the earth.
9: What you, it should be a bigger
11: gasp. Uh, is the world flat?
0: Is the world flat? Yes. I don't
1: know. <laughs> what do you say? Don't know. I, I
8: never thought about it, Whoopi. I, is the world flat?
0: I never thought about it. I, you you I, never thought, thought about it. Never was th- th- was no, i never thought about it. No, because but I'll tell you what I've thought about: how I'm going to feed my child. How well, I'm going to take care of my mm-hmm. family. The world mm-hmm. is the world flat has never entered into. Uh-huh. It, that has not been an what important will you teach? thing to me.
9: You'll teach your son Jeffrey, right? If my right? son
0: Jeffrey asked me if the world flat, I guess I mm-hmm. will go. You know, didn't Columbus already work this question out? I mean, why are we doing this?
8: if science tells wow. us mm-hmm. wow. that the world is round yeah. mm-hmm. what's where where would you negate that well, because- science
1: and again round as opposed to flat is not the issue because mm-hmm. it can be round like a cd like a disc that's what many of them think like a an album or a disc yeah some
3: people on twitter are wondering um what is this cd of which you speak of
1: <laughs> well <laughs> it's, a, it's a really big right. cd <laughs> They're kidding around. And they don't have head. that anymore. Yeah, because it's all digital now. So they don't understand CDs. But a pizza, right? It's like a pizza. The, we we can still have pizzas. That. Thank you. Yes, it's like a pizza. In fact, because, yeah, the crust is like the ice shelf that keeps oh. the, that's a perfect example. Oh, yes. Like a pizza pie. There you go. <laughs> but that's, so the issue is not flat or round. It's, it's spherical is, mm-hmm. is the issue.
8: What, well, let me get the, yeah, let yeah, me get it out yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that science may say, okay, here's what we think has happened and if you mm-hmm. put your faith in the idea that the world is round can we not also <laughs> believe that part of that comes from the e- f- is evolution and that's as like well god yeah. gives us those kinds okay, of
0: markers was, asking, you yeah, know okay. he gives us those kinds of markers but there are things that he does say in the bible mm-hmm. that i i take absolutely well, and yeah, i believe in the bible <laughs>
1: oh and here comes barbara walters in her wisdom so get ready for that
8: certainly to be <laughs>
1: Respected and beloved. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Barbara. The Bible is certainly to be respected. Respected and loved. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. I can respect the Bible. I could love the Bible, but I shouldn't believe the Bible, probably.
4: But what about some of the scientific things? Like, is the world flat around? and Mm
12: -hmm. do we get energy from the sun and so forth? And
4: those are those
0: those markers that God goes, you know, know, I have a free will and I have a mind. the sun
1: says to you... It's, it's interesting because um, how, does, how does flat-eartherism tie into evolution? That's what they're trying to do to her, though. Mm-hmm. They're trying yeah. to make her out like, okay, you're a religious zealot, you're a nutcase, and you don't believe in evolution, so you also don't believe the world is spherical. So they pigeonholed her <laughs> yeah. into a religious nutcase. When you can believe that the world is spherical... And still not buy totally into evolution.
3: And you know they had a uh, show prep meeting before this where it slipped out from Sherry's mouth that uh, she had no idea if the world was flat. And they knew that she was a creationist on the show. And they were like, oh, my gosh.
1: Right. We've got to set her up Here's for this. our chance to attack. Uh, Christianity. Yes. Believers in God. Here's, a, here's, a, here's our chance to attack people who believe the Bible to be the word of God and who believe that God created everything. And they, they'd never deny uh, the opportunity. They'd never not take the chance to pounce on somebody like that. Uh, it's just dis- its despicable. But meanwhile, if they had despicable. Al Gore
5: on there,
3: they would never try to pigeonhole him no. in his whole... How, how, no, what, what's not. the temperature of the core of, of the planet? Uh, what, what was his uh, fun thing there? Uh uh, he he doesn't think that it's...
10: Uh... Well, here's what he said about that. Okay. okay. Two kilometers or so down, most places there most are places these are. incredibly <laughs> hot rocks because the interior <laughs> of the earth is extremely hot, Extreme. several
1: million degrees. Extremely hot, several million degrees. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... Several kilometers. Let's let's, let's listen to that again. Um, Two kilometers or two kilometers.
10: There are these incredibly hot rocks. Because the interior of the Earth is extremely hot, several million degrees.
3: (laughs) That's 1.2 miles, by the way. 1.2 miles, we have millions of degrees. (laughs)
1: It's extremely hot, several million degrees. That's that's no 37 miles, I'll tell you that. It might be a couple thousand degrees, (laughs) but not 1.2 kilometers down. Uh, Maybe in the center of the Earth, it's that hot. But it's not millions of degrees. It's not hotter than the surface of the sun. I mean, that's just... And nobody ever said anything, Dal, except us. Nobody ever said anything, Dal Gore, about that. It's it's unbelievable. All right, 888-900-3393. I try to get this guy on this week. This would be be awesome to have him. And we want to get him before he actually does the 500-mile-an-hour trip in his... In his man-made, self-built rocket hmm. that says "research flat Earth" on the side of it. Hopefully, we'll get to uh, we'll get to talk to this guy sometime this week. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Pat Gray Unleashed.
0: Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here.
1: I am. And so are you. Thanks for, thanks for being here. 888 thirty three ninety three. 93 Tomorrow we're going to talk about a new Apple phone. <laughs> yeah, not the, I, not the Apple uh, 10. Not the iPhone 10. Mm. It's, it's a new, you won't believe mm. some of the details on this. It's pretty cool. Um, also, people are already breaking down the candidates for 2020, and it's interesting because here's what Melania said yesterday about 2020. Uh, do you think he'll run again
5: for president again?
9: I tell you, I think he's missing a little bit of his old life.
5: Wait, you know, black. he was
9: in Trump Tower and uh, no, you he would don't. go to Mar-a-Lago, he you don't would want to go say that. to play golf on the Westchester no, and, and things like that. Now, I mean, from morning, from, you know, eight o'clock uh, oh in the boy. morning to midnight, yeah. he's working, 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 and everybody <sighs> shoves at him the problem of that country, problem <laughs> of that country, mm-hmm. the new rule, new this one, new those things to be said. I don't. Yes. envy him it's called the president i think he must be so. freaking exhausted <laughs> <laughs> i would be true yes. yeah? did he tell you that he missed his old life uh i think so yeah holy ma-
1: wait the, you his people have to be going except they don't i don't know if they understand you don't do this you can't do this in 2017 and say you're not running for re-election already can you And say he's already tired of doing this and he misses his old life? Uh, Not a good idea. Yeah, and she
3: also said, didn't she say, I think he must be freaking tired? Like, you don't know? Do you guys ever talk about how exhausted he is?
1: He's your husband. Aren't you with him every night, pretty much, when you go to bed or what? Or maybe you sleep in separate rooms. I don't know what your arrangement is. (laughs) But you must run into him in the hallway. Right, you like pass conversation. (laughs) you You would think you might ask him, hey, Don, are you... Tired? Are you freaking tired right now? <laughs> Strange. I mean, uh-huh. this whole thing has been just so weird, because uh, they, again, this is what a lot of people wanted was somebody fresh, somebody new, somebody who's not a politician, somebody to, who doesn't know the game or play the game. And certainly, what you just heard is someone not playing the game. They're just leaving it all out there and we're, I, the American people aren't used to that kind of honesty. Wait, he's tired of this already? <laughs> it hasn't. It's barely been a year, a teeny little bit more than a year. If he's tired of it now and misses his old life, what's it going to be like in two years? Oof. Yeah. You know, there needs to be some discussions uh, with the Trump family, I think, about how this works. And because he's not a politician, maybe you, you teach him some political things.
3: I don't think you're going to see Melania give an interview uh, anymore either.
1: I wouldn't think so because, you know, that's kind of what got Barack Obama into trouble was when Michelle kept spouting off because she was terrible too. She'd just speak her mind and it usually wasn't good. (laughs) It was usually something anti-American. At least you don't have that with Melania. Thank Mm -hmm. heaven. We've got patriots in the office who love America. They love America. And I didn't get that impression from Barack and Michelle. I think they had issues with America and the Constitution. Well, they said they did. So um, there you go. 888 thirty three ninety three. 93 Also, the Grammys last night, I guess, went mostly to uh, rap artists. The awards were all won by, uh, by hip-hop artists. And people like Ed Sheeran were left completely out of it. He was only nominated, in fact, for a couple of, you know, obscure categories. He wasn't even nominated for Best Record or Best Album. And that guy's music is played everywhere all the time. Isn't he about the biggest star on the planet right now?
3: I'm so disconnected from the world of music. I am, too. But, I haven't a clue. But
1: Ed Sheeran, I mean, as disconnected as I am, I know he's a huge star. And he won nothing. Went to people like Jay-Z and other rappers Um, so they've kind of taken over and it's gone completely the other way from well too many white pop artists are winning these things to now none of them are so we've Overton windowed even the Grammy Awards now (laughs) and there's also something interesting going on in the world of TV as executives are wondering what's next for HBO after Game of Thrones ends. Game of Thrones is um, I believe taping their last season. I think there's six episodes in their sixth season. And so when that's over, HBO's got nothing. They were really interested in buying a new series that everybody's talking about, in Hollywood at least, when they're not busy raping people. Um, (laughs) When they're not (laughs) raping people, they're they're talking about Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston's new uh, series that they're working on about the weird world of network morning shows. But any hope of HBO landing that scripted project were, was shot down when Apple swooped in with some kind of great offer. They, they just threw all kinds of money at the producers and, and said, we'll, we'll do it. Put it on, put it on uh, Apple TV. So not only did the maker of the Mac and the iPhone toss more money at producers than HBO could... They offered a two-season commitment without even seeing a pilot. Nothing's even, been, nothing's even been produced yet. So just from reading the script, they said, yeah, we'll do it for two years. Wow. This is changing everything. HBO it, it might be in trouble because you've got... You have Apple, you have Facebook doing uh, programming, you have Netflix, you have Amazon... Uh, those are formidable opponents right now. Hulu. Hulu, yes. And and so you got so many different places and so many people are just making so much money with these subscriptions that they can pay whatever they want. HBO appears to be, you know, has always appeared to be a and has been a juggernaut. And lately it's been powered by Game of Thrones, one of the biggest hits in the history of cable. But, it, again, it's shooting its final six-episode season. And um, they have no obvious successor to Thrones. And they have to contend with Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, everybody else. Industry industry experts say HBO's problems, along with other things, pose a challenge to the Justice Department's effort to block AT&T's acquisition of the network's parent Time Warner. Um... Justice put HBO's power at the center of its legal action last week, citing the network 18 times in its enforcement action, which said that an internet and cable giant like AT&T could withhold HBO to disadvantage other providers. The department's case could be substantially weakened if HBO turns out to be on shakier ground. Um... According to an analyst, HBO has been the holy grail. They invented the business of subscription television. But the world is changing. A lot of channels are competing on the programming front now. Yeah, Netflix spent $5 billion on new programming last year. Mm. And almost all of it, sadly. Because I I really like most of the stuff they come out with that I can watch. But I can't watch any of it lately because it's all TVMA. Which is essentially an R rating. Or, or worse. It, it all contains, you know, graphic violence, graphic nudity, sex scenes. They can't seem to produce anything without throwing all that into it. HBO's declined comment. Um, Game of Thrones continues to hit ratings highs, though. Shows popularity. And the subscribers it draws has fueled a revenue jump of 12% in the third quarter for HBO. And so they're not hurting quite yet, but they might be in the near future. Uh, Jordan Peele, comedian and actor who directed the film Get Out, said, I still think of them as a leader in cutting-edge content. But that may not always be the case. Industry experts say that when it comes to the key metric of shows in their prime several seasons in with an established fan base, but still a large number of seasons ahead, HBO is lacking. It has several scripted series... Uh, Past the five-season mark with dim, long-range prospects. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wow, is that still on? I think so, yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm? (laughs) Wow! Veep is still on. Um, And a slew of other new shows, like Westworld, which I'd love to watch because I loved the original movie. But it's, again, that's TVMA. The Deuce... Vice Principals, which I've never heard of, only Silicon Valley and Ballers are past their third season without being near their end. And Ballers has just had modest success at best. Five years ago, just five years ago, HBO had a bunch of hits, including Girls, True Blood, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, But now things are changing. So without a glut of viable franchises, HBO has tried to create value with one-off programming. You just you see one thing and then it's gone. Um, they also might do a deadwood movie talking about a, a documentary about Gary Shandling. <laughs> That's riveting programming. Thought that would was you Gary watch Shandling show? Would you watch a documentary about Gary Shandling? <laughs> My list of what?
3: things that I need to get to <laughs> is so long. I think I would tuck that one in right mm-hmm. at the bottom of that list.
1: Mhm. No. I'm watching that one just after The Adventures of Carrot Top.
3: Oh, wait, that's yeah, a right thing? Right
1: after. Wait, that's out there? Uh, no, not yet. No. But hopefully it will okay. be soon.
3: All right, let me but know. But when it's out there. confirmation
1: on we're that. We're both in, right? Mm-hmm. We're all in on <laughs> totally. The Adventures of Carrot Top.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, right after I watched the 24-hour bore-a-thon with Al Gore talking about the sure. planet
1: warming. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 24 hours of nap- Al Gore. Nap time, man. Wow. <laughs> cool. Put that thing on. Wow. <laughs> no. So executives are attempting a new standalone show. Um, this one based on Gillian Flynn's bestseller Sharp Objects. Uh perhaps the best bet though for consist is with Big Little Lies. Is that an HBO show? Dramatic series directed by Vallée, written by David Kelly. David E. Kelly is responsible for a lot of hits like mm. LA Law um and starring Nicole Kidman. That's it's interesting that these Channels, uh, Netflix, uh, Hulu, Amazon are getting major stars now to to do their shows. Yeah, you oh, Kevin Spacey was a good example.
5: Mm.
3: What happened to him?
1: I, uh, oh, I don't. No, I haven't heard about him lately. No, he's not huh. been in the news. Haven't seen much at of all. House of Cards either. What's that? <laughs> gosh, they fell fast, man. Oh my gosh. Oof. And, you know, they just, the Sopranos has already been 10 years ago. Can you believe that? It's been 10 years since Sopranos uh, ended. Wow. And since that time, since Sopranos ended, you've got Apple, Netflix, and Amazon and Hulu all jumping into this thing. So the world has changed. It has just absolutely changed. Amazon recently agreed to shell out $250 million just to license. The TV rights to Lord of the Rings. See, that's going to be I
3: I'm just to license it. Now. it. That's going to be a fail, and I hope it's not. But I, I do just, too. That just smells but the, like disaster I know to the
1: movies were so great that I don't. You can't top that.
3: Were they These. ever books too? See, I think the books were even better than the movie. Although that as for movies, were there books, books? Yeah, called the Lord of the Rings, Like the trilogy. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, now. See, now huh. I feel Now I feel like Sherry Shepard. Huh. I thought that was a very genuine... I was like, come <laughs> on, man. What Stop. an actor, huh?
5: What acting You're chops.
3: Good. Yeah, it's incredible. You act like you like me every day.
1: Yeah. yeah. We pull it off well, I
3: think. Pull it off. Mm-hmm. I hate you.
1: So $250 million just to license it, and then you've got to produce it, and you've got to pay all the actors, and you've got to pay the production costs. This could be a billion-dollar series. Mm.
3: They the, better not screw it up.
1: The bubble keeps getting bigger, and HBO is trying to keep up, according to a producer uh, who's trying to set up shows on HBO. Uh, it's going to be tough. It's an interesting world now because everything's changed. 888 thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Ray returns uh-huh. on yeah. the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Great to have you. 888 thirty three ninety three. 90-3393. By the way, today is Giving Tuesday. Hashtag Giving Tuesday. <laughs> it's a global day of giving. Thus the name. Oh. Uh, fueled by the power of social media and collaboration. Celebrated on the Tuesday following Thanksgiving in the widely recognized shopping events Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh, giving Tuesday kicks off the charitable season. When a lot of people focus, you know, their holiday and end of the year giving. And a lot of times during the rest of the year, we kind of forget about it. And then you remember, oh, yeah, people are in need and it's the holidays. So with malice towards none and charity for all, Mercury One seeks to enlighten, equip, empower and unify individuals and groups in common person, common purpose to be good Samaritans and help when and where they find the needs. Mercury One provides relief during natural disasters like <clears throat> this falls multiple hurricanes in Houston and Florida and Puerto Rico, supports educational initiatives like our Mercury One Leadership Training Program. A lot of kids come down for that. Um, we've had, I don't know, three or 400 of them, and it, it's been an awesome experience for them. I think to an individual, they would tell you that they've loved it. So we want to continue that, and of course the rescuing, rebuilding, and restoring the lives of persecuted religious minorities around the world, especially the, the Christians and the Yazidis in the Middle East. Now, you can support Giving Tuesday and support Mercury One by giving now. MercuryOne.org, or just go to the Nazarene Fund and give there. It's the TheNazareneFund.org. All one word. Now, last week we did that big fundraiser for Mercury One, the ball we talked about quite a bit with the armadillo race and all that. All, what that did with that 800000 plus that we raised, that'll pay the administration fees, it pays the employees, keeps the lights on, all of those things. That's why when we say, when we ask you to give to these other things, like the Nazarene Fund, all of that money goes to the Nazarene Fund and to Saving Christians in the Middle East. So... Not very many charities can say we give 100% of your dollars of the dollar you donate to the cause you're donating to. I mean, I think the industry standard is like 70% is an acceptable level. We do 100%. So it's a great cause. And again, <clears throat> go to, if you want to support, if you want to be a part of it, if you want to help the kids and Christians who are really in need, um, mercuryone.org. Or the Nazarene dot org on this Giving Tuesday, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, earlier today, we talked a little bit about um, the Pocahontas situation, and I, I don't know if we actually played the the full statement that President Trump made. But here's here's what he said: I want you to be the judge. Is this
2: is this a a, a huge problem? And I just want to thank you because. You're very, very special people. You were here long before any of us were here.
1: Talking to the Navajo code talkers, heroes from World War II.
2: Although we have a representative in Congress who Mm -hmm. they say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas. But you know what?
1: Dead silence. That's where it gets really uncomfortable. Nobody, Nobody laughed. Nobody even snickered. Nobody applauded. I don't think they knew what he was talking about, really.
3: I I think it was pathetic.
1: Yeah, it's it's unfortunate.
2: I like you. Yeah. Because you are special. You are special people. You are really incredible people. Incredible people. Special. Incredible. From the heart. From the heart. From the absolute heart. (laughs) We appreciate what you've done, Uh how you've done it, the bravery that you displayed, and the love that you have for your country. Tom, I would say that's his... As good as it gets, wouldn't you say?
1: I would, yeah, I, I, I would say. Um, but as bad as it gets is maybe saying all of that in front of the Andrew Jackson portrait, right. who was called the Indian Killer and Sharp Knife.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's repulsive, having that behind this yeah. event. It's embarrassing that Trump even came up with this Pocahontas crap. Yeah. But the tragedy in all this is we're down to three code talkers, and they're only finally now getting. Their oh, was
1: kill. that. The entirety right. of them yeah, left that are left alive.
3: I think that's it. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's really sad. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad least, they got their movie though. Yeah, me too. About what, fifteen years ago or so. These these heroes deserve recognition because that I mean they're they are Crucial. extraordinary. They are Crucial. incredible. And they helped us win the war. Crucial to winning the war. Yes. Yeah. It's so I the the problem isn't I don't think the Pocahontas thing. That was just uncomfortable and, and kind of strange. Um but You've got to believe that there's somebody in the White House who has the sensitivity and the knowledge about history to know that honoring code talkers in front of a guy who displaced and killed Indians uh, passed a law that essentially made ethnic cleansing legal. You don't honor the the Native Americans in front of that portrait. Right. Yeah,
3: listen to this. Um the, the actual Navajo the guys that actually came up with this code, the original ones, um, the last one actually died in twenty fourteen. Oh wow So the ones that actually came up with this, um are all gone? Are all gone. So
1: who are these three then?
3: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Are I, they just part I, of the I think they were part of Navajo tribe? Yeah, I guess they just weren't the ones that came up with the um with the code itself. They kinda joined later on, it looks like. But I don't know that for a fact. But yeah, so the ranks of the, the Navajo code actual talkers.
1: members are all gone now. So they had Sad. they had more than wow. three
3: hundred in nineteen forty five. The original twenty nine were honored in two thousand one by President Bush, and uh, I'm I don't I I'm thinking these are the only three remaining.
1: It's interesting because the Nazis never broke that code, <laughs> never broke it, could never figure out the Navajo code, uh, which was great. And here was. Uh, Huckabee Sanders tried to explain this to the news media yesterday. Why
2: did he feel the need to say something that is uh, offensive to many people while honoring the Navajo code talkers, these genuine American I
4: think what most people find offensive is uh, Senator Warren lying about her heritage to advance her career. She said it was a racial
1: slur.
3: She said it was a
9: racial slur. What is your response to that? I, I think that doesn't that's make a it so.
4: Ridiculous response.
9: Just follow up with that, because the president was speaking at an event to honor members of the Greatest Generation, people who fought mm-hmm. in World War II, who are in their 80s and 90s now, and the moment had many people online asking whether the president lacks decency. What's your response to that, note
4: Look, I think the president uh, certainly. Uh, finds uh, an extreme amount of value and respect for these individuals, which is why he brought them and invited them to come to the White House and spent time with them, recognizing them and honoring them today. So I I think he is uh, constantly showing ways to honor those individuals, and he invited them here at the White House today uh, to meet with them and to also uh, remind everybody about what the historic role that they played uh, many years ago.
1: I will say this. You can hear the disgust and the disdain that the members of the press have for Donald Trump and everybody in his administration with every question they ask. Can't you? It is just, they can't even hide it. They hate the guy and his administration, everybody in it so much that they, they, they can't even pretend to be objective. It's just not in them. Fascinating is interesting to watch sad but interesting 888-933-93 use that number uh tomorrow and we will talk to you then about the uh, new iphone among other uh great topics here on pat gray unleashed
0: pat gray unleashed on the blaze radio network